0: Across the UK, online and on DAB. Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Talk Radio. Thank you, George.
1: Tired of shows filled with hate and anger. Man, there's so much to be hateful and angry about. Should we just have a laugh and dick around tonight? Fancy that?
2: Late Night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio.
0: We have ways of making you talk.
1: the moment, isn't it? Isn't it Pony? God, stuff happening in places around the world that, well, you know, they're a little bit terrifying, (laughs) if I'm honest. A little bit terrifying. A little bit of Cat Stevens always helps the mood slightly. Not going to solve anything, but, um the mood slightly. Thank you, uh, Yusuf. I always enjoy a little bit of that. Um, So, well, the the show could go one of several ways this evening. One way would be for us to um, get lots of scared, angry phone calls from you um, telling me how terrified you are um, with everything that's happening in Turkey and, and what's happening in Germany. And, of course, if we have any updates on those, we will, of course, be responsible and bring them to you um any updates that we we think are significant um and i could sit here and um point the finger at al qaeda and isis and muslims and brown people and we need this is why we need to ban the hijab and um you know why why we need controlled borders and um uh, we, why haven't we heard any muslim leaders come on and and de- decryed all of that stuff could do all of that stuff. Yeah, I'm bored of Muslim leaders going on the radio and um, saying these people don't rep- represent Islam. I'm bored of that. I know that they, these people don't. So we could do that kind of show, and that kind of show would get me loads more listeners... And it would get me loads more callers. Just spoke to George Galloway. George is filling in for James Whale well all this week. Who's filling in for J- Julia Hartley Brewer? So it's a cracking lineup. Um, and George, very briefly, as we exchanged, we were in the same studio. He said, "Oh, it was a it was a tough show tonight in terms of calls. We hardly had any calls." And I said, "Well, George, these these are the shows we get paid for." The ones where it's loads of calls, I do them for free. I get paid for the ones where there's no calls. And guess what I said to him? Me giving George Galloway advice. He's been doing it longer than me. But um, this week, the week running up to Christmas, it, we're going to be bare poor on the uh, phone calls. There's, we're going to have hardly any phone calls. The, the phone calls will uh, uh, go, be on a downwards trajectory all week. Just because it's Christmas and people are away, and um, people's sleeping habits have changed, and there's parties going on, and all those kinds of things. So, and I got a stinking cold as well. I think I'm, I think I've, I've stopped myself losing my voice, but I got a stinking cold. Um, so I could do that. We could sit here and we could slag off ISIS or Al Qaeda we could um, talk about people who shout Allahu Akbar and then go and do, you know, acts of violence and ignore all the nice people that say Allahu Akbar and go off and do nice things after they've they've said it, you know. Um, and we could all scare each other a little bit. And we could talk about the fella, get the Russian fella being shot in Turkey, and that's an act of terrorism, um, and, and where that might put, you know, the whole world, as things shift. Um, but you've had plenty of that already. And you'll get plenty of it tomorrow. Oh, you'll get loads of it tomorrow. And um, we can all forget, it's the week before Christmas. It's Christmas Day on Is it Sunday? Christmas? It's Christmas Day on Sunday. It's Christmas week, right? And loads of you have got kids. And loads of you have um, got children in you. And, um, I don't want to scare my kids. And I don't want to scare my inner child or your inner child. So, let's just dick around a bit tonight, shall we? Let's just dick around, but be aware that, you know, in the background there are some big things going on. And if we, if anything, you know, that we think that... Catherine will be my eyes and ears on the news. If anything happens that comes up that, that she thinks that we need to know about, then she'll tell us. Um... Or you're quite welcome to go and listen to, um, you know, another radio station if you want that tonight. If you want to be scared, if you want if you want scary stories about the bogeyman, um, you're quite welcome to go and listen to well every other phone in that's on right now because they'll be doing it. They'll be scaring you. They'll be telling ghost stories. They'll they will be getting you scared. And um, it, it, you'll either be scared or angry. Scared or angry. I have... Um, this is a slight tangent. But I spent a lot of this weekend, because it's quite tricky to do, deleting every single tweet I've ever sent. And they said... That, it's impossible to do within Twitter's um, uh, framework. So I I went onto one server that that claimed to do it, but they only managed to delete 20,000 out of, I think I had 60,000. So then I I paid 12 quid to this service that will do it for me. And they did it. They got rid of um, every tweet I've ever sent. There's one that I've retweeted that I can't un-retweet. And it doesn't show up on the computer. And it shows up on my phone. This is brilliant. Right so all, all sixty thousand tweets gone and people are getting worried that I've been hacked and stuff and I haven't there's one retweet which I can't get rid of from the um fifth of August quotes my mum loves cox award winning radio for me in Lee for some reason I cannot un retweet that now part of the reason and this isn't me retiring from Twitter. It's something that you know that I've talked about a lot. We I've discussed it a lot. L- lots of you have given me advice on the show and on on, on on Twitter. I can't quite and I've been speaking to Robin Ince kind of about it. We, we've exchanged a few emails and that's popped up. Um who's a comedian who's 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 kind of backed away from Twitter. I'm not quite ready. It's like it's like um being married to an abusive partner. Right? I'll get battered around a bit a few days after the battering, I'll go back and go, it's not as bad as that. I, I'll be able to work within this framework. Uh, frame uh, this, this framework, And, um, I'm not quite ready to get rid of Twitters completely. But, 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 what I have done is I've deleted every single tweet. Now, I'm not naive, I'm not stupid, I know those tweets exist somewhere. That, that, that if something's been published on the web, Gatford and John, I will come to you in a bit, 03444991000, we are taking calls. Um, If something has been published on the web, then it's out there, everywhere, okay? So it's not that I I tweeted something that I'm embarrassed about, I got rid of them, you know, from my timeline. If you were to go and look online, you could probably find them somewhere, although why would you want to do that? Um, But Twitter last week got turned into a very, very nasty place for me, because you know we did that mean show, you know we did the mean show last week, I was a bit mean, I wrote a blog and some people dug it and some people didn't like it and that's groovy. Um, but what's interesting is the meanness that I was commenting on, on radio, also is perhaps more prevalent online. Twitter in particular, Facebook a bit. I had lots of people, actually I had some people on Facebook saying they'd rather wipe their ass with razor blades than listen to my show. That's fine enough. There's people are, you can block and delete easily, fine. But for some reason on Twitter, it it, hurt. it hurts. It really hurts. And there's a lot of meanness. And there have been a, 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 um, other broadcasters got a little bit mean. I had a message from someone that started, Hey, depressed boy, you want a shit fest? You've got one. And then it ended with, what a pathetic winker you are. Thank you, Ed. Hey, depressed boy. And I just thought, you know, all of these threats... And these insults, they only exist in the digital world. These people haven't phoned me up on my pocket telephone, or my home phone. They haven't sent me a letter. They haven't been waiting downstairs in reception at work. They haven't even phoned me up on the radio show. All of these insults that were directed at me, and this anger, and this abuse, and... You know, as if you'd speak to someone who had cancer in this. Hey, hey, cancer boy! You know, so all of this stuff only exists in the digital world. And so i am kind of got this idea in my head that may be naive, but the further away I distance myself from the digital world, well, then the less I get to have that anger and that bile... Uh, 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 and that poison thrown at me, uh, uh, and part of me thinks that some of these people that were so angry, I, I do do think there is some sort of mental illness going on. I'm not saying that to be flippant; I'm genuinely thinking. Um, so I'm kind of backing away from Twitter. And at the moment, I've got two tweets up there, and I'm going to try and have no more than two tweets at a time. And I'm, when I've when the message has got out, I'm going to delete the tweet. That's what I'm going to try and do. Um, so where am I going with this? I'm tired. Of hatred. I'm tired of anger I'm tired of people shouting people shouting all the time whether it's on the radio or it's on Twitter or it's on Facebook or it's in newspaper columns or it's on podcasts done in your nan's bedroom, all these things. I'm tired of the anger, the hatred and the shouting. If you want it, it's out there. If you want it, it is out there, baby. Literally, go to any phone-in radio station right now. It'll be there. I guarantee, right, there will be nobody on British radio... No, radio around the world, who for the next two hours and 45 minutes is going to be talking about Jerry Lewis being a genius... How Passengers is one of the worst films I've ever seen in my life. How I saw a woman walk into Costa, not buy anything from Costa, but then sit down and eat her own food while she did a phone call in Greek. And how I saw the new Star Wars film at the weekend and I loved it, but there's something really troubling me about it. There's an ethical problem with the new Star Wars film. I guarantee there is no one broadcasting anywhere in the world that's going to talk about those things. If you want to come along, man, you are totally, totally welcome. I think you'll enjoy it. I do think you'll dig it, okay? And um, I think you'll enjoy the break from being scared and from being shouted at. I think you'll enjoy the break. And it's not to say that the scary, shouty shows don't have a place. Of course they have a place. We all like to be scared. We all like to be shouted at. But between now and one, let's not. Yeah? Between now and one, let's... I don't know. It sounds it sounds bent, doesn't it? But let's just try and love each other, man. Let's have a laugh. If anything, we've got our eye on what's going on around the world. If anything big happens, we'll let you know. Don't worry, OK? But between now and one o'clock, should we just have a laugh? You fancy that? I do. I bloody need it. 0344. Four nine We've got John, Gatford, Andrea, and Patrick. That's not a bad start, is it? Late nights with Ian Lee, Talk Radio.
0: The wild man of late night radio is back.
1: Ian Lee on Talk Radio.
0: We have ways of making you talk.
1: Oh three-four four four nine nine one thousand. 1000 uh, we will be talking about the new Star Wars film. No spoilers. There'll be no spoilers. <coughs> Um, But there's something in it that really has... I was watching it and it troubled me quite a bit. We'll get to that in a a second. John! Ian. John. Hip, hip, hip. Hip, hip, hip. John, what you got for us, boss?
3: Uh, Okay, so if I understand correctly, am I right in thinking that you're a vegetarian?
1: Uh, That is incorrect. Okay. I was a vegetarian for 27 years.
3: What made you stop?
1: Meat. <laughs> meat made me stop. Fair enough. Um, I went back to meat, and I, and I still haven't got my head around the ethical um, issue of meat. I do ethically think it's wrong, but at the moment, I'm, I'm loving meat too much to, um, to stop.
3: That's fair enough. Okay, so if you put your uh, ethical hat on for a moment... Yes. And have you heard of synthetic meat? So that's like meat grown in a laboratory.
1: Uh, but it's actually meat, yeah? yeah? Yeah, yeah. So
3: what they do, they scrape off some cells from, mm-hmm. I don't know, like a chicken.
1: Lovely bit of cell scrapings, huh? <laughs> <laughs> oh, honey, yeah,
3: look. yeah. Yes. Then they'll, like, um, you know, add some cellular food in the form of fluid. I'm and just they, adding some honey
1: to a chamomile tea because I'm losing my voice. So I am listening. Go on.
3: Yeah, so they add this cellular food to it and you yes. keep growing it and growing it. And you know the same way they can grow a human ear, yeah, like a test tube, you know you yeah. can grow a chicken breast, so if we say that you've got like a chicken breast grown in a lab, yeah, and how would you feel about eating that as opposed to eating something that's been well you know a vegetar-
1: a vegetarian would still have a problem with it because its source is is from an animal, isn't it, from cell scrapings yeah. That's a good point, actually. So, yeah. this is, and I'm, 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 I don't know how they te- take cell scrapings. As I missed that day at cell scraping, uh, course, <laughs> but, um, I'd imagine it ain't going to be a living one. True, true, yeah. Sorry, John, I've, 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 um, totally, are you a vegetarian? <laughs> yeah, I'm, mean, yeah. Mate, give up, give it up, honestly. I... I, Have you ever... No, I'm not going to ask that question. I'll tell you the question I was going to ask you, and then I'm I'm going to... I'm not going to ask it, but I was going to ask if you've ever taken LSD. I'll tell you why. I didn't eat meat for 27 years, okay? And then I started secretly eating meat um, and not telling my wife. And then one day, I texted my wife, and I said... uh, It was a Sunday. I said, please don't ask me any questions about this. I'm just going to ask you to do something, and we can discuss it afterwards. But tonight... Would you cook me a steak? And this is about three years ago. I'd never had a steak, never had one. And she got a good bit of steak from Waitrose, and she cooked it beautifully. And I sat there, and it was a bit embarrassing because I'd um, I'd never eaten meat in front of her. I sat there, closed my eyes, and I sucked the steak. I sucked it because I'd never. I put it in my mouth, and I was savoring every sensation, the texture, the. Th- the thickness, the chewiness. And then I realized if you sucked it, you got this incredible t- taste sensation at the back of the throat of just the, it was just the most amazing juice, meat juice. And I savored that steak and it was a real uh, experience. And then we discussed it and I said, look, I think I'm going to eat meat again. I'm going to eat it for three months and, and then see where we go. And that was, say, that was three years ago. The next day, I was doing a breakfast show. And the reason I I mentioned the LSD is because the next day, um, I had to get up at quarter past four and I got up and it was, I've read, I've read, um, people describing psychedelic experiences on LSD and how, um, colours and patterns and everything seemed more obvious and brighter Uh uh, and the, the, the people who take it see, you know I'm not suggesting people do, but the people who take it sometimes feel that they have a, a, more of a purpose in life. I hmm. felt like that driving to work the next morning I felt instead of the normal lethargic <sighs> feeling, I felt energized, everything was brighter I wait, could wait, wait. I could see colors better, is and I from, felt like I had a purpose.:
3: Is this from eating the meat or is this from LSD? no this is from, this is from the steak
1: oh. <laughs> that my wife laced in LSD. Right. <laughs> no, this this was from the steak, and I, I the next morning I felt, I felt alive, John, for the first time in a long time. Now, of course, now I've eaten too much meat, and now I'm fat, and my colon is stuffed. So I need to, I need to, you know, I know, I know, it rots your um, back passage. That's what meat does. Um, so I probably need to cut down on the meat, and I will cut down. But um, yeah. yeah, enough how's tasty, the, man. How's the gym going? <laughs> well. Well, I couldn't go this weekend because I had a cold. Yeah. So and and I and I and um uh, I might go Wednesday. It's going all right. It, the first three weeks I, I hammered it. Last week I kind of backed off. No, yeah, last week I backed off a little bit. I, I, and I do need to keep doing it. I just can't seem to shift any weight, John. You know what you should do? Yeah, go on.
3: I mean, you know, going to the gym is hard at the best of times. Yeah. But if you like, take up a sport. So, you know, something like uh, energetic, like squash or badminton, you'll probably find it's easier to shift the weight if you're doing something that, you know, you enjoy. Yeah,
1: better. I know what you mean. Um, I know I know exactly what you mean. Um, I'm, I mean, I'm going to classes at the gym. I can't... If I go to the gym and just do some weights, I, after about 20 minutes, I'm bored and I'm embarrassed. So I'm making yeah. sure I go to classes. And I'm doing a lot of... Sp- um, I'm, I was doing, up until last week, three spin classes a week. because <laughs> They are hard. They are hard. But I can I can do spin classes and I and I come away feeling I've achieved something and I feel knackered and I sweat a lot, um and I swear yeah. under my breath. So I I I I think that might be my thing. I don't know how good that is for weight loss necessarily. I know it's good for cardiovascular, but I think I, it's pretty good actually. Really, I just can't. I just, yeah. It's this this thing is it's these bloody pills that are causing me to put on weight and I just can't seem to shift nothing anyway yeah thank you john i appreciate your interest and 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 thank you but, hang on a second hang on a second we i've just realized the, so you're a vegetarian that wants to eat chicken no no i'm not no come on man you want to eat a bit of lamb if they can genetically create lamb in the uh in the laboratory you want to eat that with a bit of mint sauce that's what you're saying isn't it <laughs> well wow. it's tempting totally busted totally busted Totally busted! That's what he called him for. It wasn't about me being a vegetarian. It wasn't about me uh, being able to... It's him! It's him! Just eat some meat. Do you know what I mean? Just eat some meat. It is so delicious. Uh, and I was a vegetarian for a long time. I feel I've done my bit. For, I've done my bit for sheep and cows and pigs. Um... Uh, I'm, I, it does feel like I'm making up lost, for lost time at some points. 0344 499 is the telephone number. Late Nights with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Across
0: the UK, online and on DAB.
2: Late Nights, Ian Lee on
0: Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, when you get When you turn on your phone during the ads and your mate Scott has sent you a rude message. Imagine imagine (laughs) thank you Scott let's just say it's going to be a a clash of the titans tomorrow when me and my old friend Justin Dealey the name will mean something to some of you uh, we're meeting for the first time in over a year um, in uh, Uxbridge where Scott Balcony lives and we're going to get um, drunk on burgers and we're going to go and chuck eggs at um, his window that's what we're going to do Gatford! Hello, boss.
4: Hello, Gatford. How's it going? Hey, yeah, that good. Uh, by the way, uh, just from that last conversation, is there anything in meat-flavoured throat sweets, do you think?
1: Mm, yeah, I know what you're, t- he, I know what got you're talking about. Have you got Valentine's number still? I um, know what you're talking about. That could... Hey, um, listen, have you seen the new Star Wars film yet? No, I'm Are not you not going to? About... Oh, you're not allowed yeah. out? Oh, because of oh, sex mean, offender. Yeah, go-
5: the sex, no, o- the
1: sex offenders no. register and your, um... No. what do they call it? The bracelet you have to wear on your leg. The, what do they
4: call um, that? A, a, a detector. Yeah, I, don't know. The, I don't the, have
1: one. Yeah, the thing. So you're tagged, you're tagged. You're tagged. You're no. tagged and you're on the no. sex offenders register. No. And you're so for those reasons, here, you're not no. allowed out to see kids' films. That's fair enough. That's fair enough. Yeah, that's the system working. That's I can dig that. No, that's true. fine, Gatford. That's fine, Gatford. Say that again. <sighs> that's not true. You, that's true. There we go. we got that. <sighs> fine. He's got the curfew. He's got a curfew and he's not allowed within 100 yards of kiddies. And that is do you, fine. Do you want me to go out right now? Yeah, well, yeah, you will do, but the alarm will go off. No. Go on, there you go. What?
4: No, no. I'm no, go you're not allowed to. No, because no, it's dark. And I'm cold.
1: Exactly. Exactly. Yeah.
4: Well, um, no, yes, I will see the film. I would like very much to see the film. If anyone is listening, I would like to drive me. Can I bed.
1: say, right, no spoilers, no spoilers, no spoilers. Of course. Yes. But there is. How am I going to say this without saying spoilers? Okay, I can do this, right? There was. I went and took the boys this weekend, and it, it, it is a great film. It sits in between. Oh. Um, the Three and four. Three and four. Attack of the Sith, Revenge of the Sith, and Anu. It sits in between them, right? And it is, a, it is a great film. And it, it's no, there's no spoilers in it to say that Darth Vader's in it, and it just, just oh, he's in the previews, yeah, yeah, in he's, the he's in the trailers, right? So you know yeah. Vader's in it, and he's not in it much, but just when he you see his silhouette for the first time, it is a thrilling moment, absolutely oh, thrilling yeah. moment. Now, I don't know this, maybe this is in the trailers, I don't know, but there, for the story, it's all about the building of the Death Star, right? Yeah, that's and right. there is a character integral from episode four, that is integral to the building of the Death Star. Now, he died many, many years ago. Duh. But he's in this film. Oh, so they've done digital things? They, they've done it twice, right? And again, I'm not going to say what the second one is. I don't, no spoilers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But there are, there is, there is, uh, there is a, both, there is, there is, There are digital effects on the screen, okay, uh, twice, for two actors. And neither of those actors exist anymore. One of them is dead. Mm. And it's quite a big role this dead actor's got. And it's brilliant, right? You know, did you ever see Tron Legacy, where they had um, Jeff Bridges now having an argument with young Jeff Bridges? Oh, yeah. yeah. And it looked quite good. Mm. But but young Jeff Bridges was a bit glassy-eyed and a bit wooden. Yeah, it wasn't well, this fella that's in it is brilliant.
4: He, he is... With an Oscar, posthumously?
1: No, no, um... Well, water, up, I don't know. It opens up all kinds of questions, right? First of all, the, the, the effects are brilliant. The voice is completely different. They've, they've got a terrible person doing the voice. But it, it this fella looks and walks and breathes and has this there. He blinks a little bit less than you would expect. Yeah. Um... And um, it's brilliant. My kids didn't, I was trying to explain it to my kids and they didn't understand what I was on about. I was going, but he's dead. Well, they've seen the other films, haven't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was going, that guy's dead. And they're going, no, no, what do you mean? I said, that's that's not a real person, right? So, A, it's it's brilliant, but ethically, it leaves me scratching my head. Andrea and Patrick, I will come to you in a bit. Hmm. Um, 03444991000. Because that actor has got a major part in a movie. I mean, he's probably, like, fifth on the bill, right? Yep. He he died, I don't know, 10, 15, 20 years ago. So he hasn't agreed to be in that film. He hasn't agreed to say those they, words. When
4: when they signed the original contract, do they not perhaps include something like future rights?
1: Or yeah, something? probably they do, actually. They probably own his likeness. Because, because when, you know,
4: Lucas being him as well, you know, when he did all that, he was probably thinking, oh, I'm going to do steam films or something, you know.
1: Oh, well, yeah, but Lucas sold it on to Disney, and Disney... Have, yeah, I know where, uh, yeah. Outside, right? Well, let, let me throw this
4: ethical dilemma at you then, In a similar sort of situation. You yeah. remember the film um, Gladiator? Yes. And that Oliver Reed sadly passed away midway through filming, or towards yes. the end of the filming of that film. Yeah,
1: yeah it's computer, it's, 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 it's Indeed. the computer Ollie Reed. Indeed. Now, there's a couple of
4: scenes. And again, when you watch the film, I remember thinking, I could have done without that. When yeah. someone pointed out to me which bits were all of a re-digitized, I was like, yeah, you could have done without that. But there is one bit which is kind of crucial when he's talking to him through the, the, the bars. Yeah. When he sort of, you know, you are the gladiator. You're sort of inspiring him to be the person he is. Yeah. I mean, yeah I mean a lot of people were very bad about that because again, it was like oh, just full shot it a different way, but then are people thinking, well but, he, but last first of work.
1: all he, yeah first of all i mean if you ever I've read a book about ollie reed i can't he sounds like such an obnoxious pain in the back well, yeah, uh, yeah.
4: Um,
1: and he signed he he buggered up their film by by dying, so uh, they should do everything they could. The thing about this right is. Did the family get any money? Did the estate of this gentleman... And people are telling me he's in the trailer, but until until I sit for myself, I'm not going to comment. Yeah, yeah, Did the yeah. family get any money for this? And it, actors saying things that they'd never agreed to say. Could he win an award? It's the weirdest, it's the weirdest, weirdest thing and uh, it's really got me scratching my head and if well, anyone's I mean, seen no, it if, any, on, if anyone's seen oh it oh yeah. three four 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 nine nine one thousand because i cannot get my flipping head around it made me very <laughs> very and then a bit they do they do it again with an, another actor who's not dead but let's just say that the the, the the character we see does not exist um and they're in it and it's very strange made me very yeah. uncomfortable but then they did, I mean,
4: he has one awards, doesn't he, by not being himself, by being King Kong or Gollum and things like that. So, I mean, is it is it a bit like that where actually the use of digital effects is, is actually allowed? And he should win an award even if he is no longer with us, if it's good
1: enough. Well, if it, and also, if they're doing it for this fella, why haven't they made an Elvis meets Bruce Lee movie? Because I would go and see that. Because <laughs> honestly, the effects are incredible. It's like you're watching the bloke.
4: Those are the two people you pick,
1: yeah? Elvis, yeah. Here we go. If you could pick two dead people to star in a film together, who would it be? Me? It would be Elvis and Bruce Lee. Winston Churchill and Prince. Oh, you idiot. Uh, Elvis would be um, a tough cop, right? And uh, he'd arrest Bruce Lee because he'd think that Bruce Lee was was peddling drugs. But actually, Bruce Lee was an undercover CIA agent. And together, we're going to smash up the wall. Is that, is, that, is that Elvis, yeah? I'm, I'm auditioning to be either gentleman's voice.
6: Right, good. OK, little fella, let's go on and kick some ass.
1: Elvis, Bruce we're Bruce? going to smash up the wall. Yeah. Impressions, not your fault, I hey, boss. Right, I'm cutting you off, Gatford. Say, say hello to... There we go.
6: Um, oh, little fella, we're going to go. Oh, little fella, let's go and kick some ass.
1: Elvis, we're going to smash up the wall. I think it would work. I'm saying, Dana, it's Andrea. Look, I got confused there. I got confused, Andrea. Yeah,
7: Andrea. <laughs>
1: yeah. Yeah, I was saying, <laughs> Dana, and it was Andrea, but now Dana's calling in. She's thinking, what? What's going on? Oh, Wh- yeah. To... Ah! Hey, Which Andrea. Which one? Which one? You. One. You. Me. You.
7: Gosh, I, I, I can't follow any of that.
1: You can follow Gatford. He's rubbish.
7: Oh, yeah, but... It was out loud. Whilst I'm waiting, I'm saying... I'm sort of thinking that Kath's got an extra microphone, and I'm, I'm sort of thinking... What? I'm saying, Kath, cut me off. Sorry? Please. No, 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 because...
1: I can do that. I'm
7: pointing at the screen now. Well, I'd I'd rather you didn't, but you can if you want. Okay,
1: you could, could, of course, hang up at any moment.
7: I know, but the thing is, when I have before, they have called me back. Oh, it's, there's, it's no, no, it's, it's pro- there's, there's no escape. It's not a problem. There's no escape, Andrea. It's not a problem. And then I've got to try and find the phone mm. and then deal with the menu, with the little answer phone and all the little call things that come up. And I'm, I'm not brilliant at that. Um, and anyway, no, what was- I rang for yes. initially was that I I thought you clearing your Twitter was brilliant. mm Oh, I thought really? it was really? just cathartic. I just thought it was purging. It was. It was just. Could you see really it purging?
1: Because I was having real trouble um, doing it.
7: I have a. I have a problem with that word. Ooh, um, you use it because it it, it. it has been yes. I have. I have had an eating disorder. So okay. But but. Hang on a minute. I'm, I'm looking up. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. But, I it. but then you 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 just use the word purging. Yes, I. Sort of had it in brackets in my head, but it came, it came, myself, the brackets were you dropped. You know what? The thing is, it is what it is. You yes. know, we what? can we can fancy we can put fancy words on it, yes. and I did feel like okay, purging. But Persian. when I when I was when I was younger, purging yes. was something where you got rid of stuff.
8: Purging is the
1: right word, but if it makes you uncomfortable, don't use it. No,
7: I mean, it it doesn't make me, but I'm always very, very aware of other people that, oh, God, it's this kind of thing, here, you know what it's like? You you sometimes, you say a word that you've used years and years, and suddenly, it's almost like, yeah, absolutely, because they're golly dolls now. We don't, you know, and and it we weren't allowed to call them gollywogs
1: at the BBC. We had to say gollies.
7: Yeah, and it, it and Justin did recently, <laughs> but it was really strange because I was listening to a station earlier on today, and yes. um, the, um, the um, one of the guys from a, a black association was on, and he used it twice: gollywog, yeah, golly dolls, but the, with yes. the W word. Yes. and I sort of, I'm am white, I'm white British, and i and I'm sort of like. <laughs> So almost clenched and thought,
1: "Eek!" There's a song, right? One of my favourite groups, yeah. right, is called the Bare Naked Ladies.
7: I love the bare Naked Ladies. They did a
1: brilliant ladies. album I'm for kids absolutely... called Snack Time. It's a kids okay. album. It's brilliant.
7: Really. Right. And
1: when I inter- first time I interviewed them, I said, "Guys, I
7: love Snack
1: them. Time is a is a is a piece of genius, right? Yeah. But I think it's track two on there. We can't play it on oh. the radio. And oh. he, they said why can't you play it on the radio? And I said, well, it's got a oh. word in that we can't use in this country. Aussie
7: versus UK. Sorry.
1: Yeah, exactly. Andrea, stay there, and I'm going to play you a bit of that song oh,
2: that we I can't play on British love. radio.
7: I'd love to hear some, yeah. Oh, you're going to hear it after
0: this!
2: Late Night Ian Lee. Unfiltered <laughs> Night Talk with the original king of unconventional conversation on Talk Radio.
0: We have ways of making you talk.
1: there, it turns out in Canada, the word for tadpole is polywog. And I said oh, to them, we can't dear. play that. No, but you... Know, oh, God, I missed that completely, but you know what I got? What, what, did you, what were you listening to?
7: No, I listened to it. Oh, yeah. And they were listening on their lily pads yes. and the cedar trees, yes. and they're shrinking away, and, it, yes. and suddenly there was a Jamaican accent.
1: Ribbit, ribbit, That's a tadpole what, exhibit. Yeah. That makes it even worse.
7: That's what I was thinking.
1: Ribbit, ribbit, a tadpole exhibit. It. A I transformation just... no man can inhibit. <laughs> Amphibian change may seem strange. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> up from the leg That's... come the Jump, That's jump up I to the top of expensive. the... Stomp, stomp Is up, cow legs for the... Jump, jump up <laughs> for the top of the... Stomp, stomp. It's good, there, isn't it?
7: That's what I thought was the offensive no. bit. I completely oh, and missed it. that—well, we are fed all this stuff it's Ridiculous! How ridiculous! I, I just—I just was writing. I just had little bullet points. So I'm just sort of sitting here with a, with a pen. I, I do that with with no. I, I do that with you. I do bullet points, and you're the only—the only other presenter I may do that with if I ever would. Would be Nick Abbott. So. I do sort of bullet points with you because okay. I get a little bit anxious. Drunk? No. No. Is the other things that I'd say?
1: What thing? What stoned?
7: No. Are you stoned? <laughs> night meds, you plum. What? What? What's happening to you? Night meds, you. Plump. Oh, you like lo- oh, oh the old meds. Yeah, yeah. The old the meds are meds kicking in. Open the bottle. and... Occasionally, yes, get to a point where I just, I just like to cry. But it was, it was mainly to do with the thing you did with Twitter over the weekend. Yes, and as I say, yes. we we we, we use the word purge, which got onto a lovely, and I, I wrote, I wrote it, I wrote, I bullet point pointed down. I went purge awkward words eek. Oh. That's what I wrote down on, on my pad and yeah. it was sort of like a bit of an eek oh. moment, you know. Yeah, eek. that kind of that double, kind of double
1: thing. E-K. Did you have an exclamation mark after that? Yeah, yeah I of course you that. do. <laughs> Otherwise eek m <eek laughs> doesn't make any sense on its own. It's yeah, got it's got to have an exclamation
7: mark, or as the Americans could, call it an yeah. exclamation point. Yeah, I mean but no, I did I like as I say, I like what you do. I, I did the same with a little bit of paperwork over the weekend. Yes. I just had like a stack of stuff that yes. was just I deal with current issue stuff, yes. but then there's old I've, stuff yeah. that you've got to deal with. Yes. And so,
1: what about future yeah. stuff? Do you de- ever deal with future stuff, or do you just wait until well, that becomes current? No
7: future stuff really happens, no. which is okay. Well, well um, we don't. I want some well, pills. I've got something on the 23rd of April. That's about that.
1: You got nothing yeah. on the 25th of December? <laughs>
7: <laughs> um, yeah, it's a Sunday, isn't it?
1: <laughs> we watched a great Christmas film yesterday.
7: Oh, did you? Yeah, we what, did. What we did like. Oh, well, yeah, because of course missed a little bit of the tweeting thing. I thought, I do you know what? Selfishly, I thought oh, you could have done, left it a couple of days. I could have done, but I didn't. So we know. But I know. But I, I liked acted it. I then.
1: Liked it as well. Yeah. So, what did you watch? We watched um, Beethoven's Christmas. Oh, God, Are you aware of the Beethoven Bernard? movie starring yes, the dog? Oh, it's the St.
7: Bernard Yeah. Yes.
1: Well. He's, he's in a Christmas film.
7: Mind you. Hello. Yeah, Hello. yeah, 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 the one. Yeah, did he, did he have anything around his neck? Because They didn't. The original ones didn't
1: they? No, there was nothing around his neck. But in right, this in this yeah. film, he's a celebrity. <laughs> he's famous for being in the other films. Oh gosh! It that... was going. Oh my god! It's Beethoven, the dog from the films. Oh lord! How That's weird.
7: Haven't they thought of that on something that they could? That's like really clever. Huh? I
1: think maybe a lot of people on Twitter saying you sound like Diane Abbott. Oh God! no. <laughs> can you say? Can you save me, Andrea?
7: I have a oh, lot. I love that. I'll tell you what. Can you I'll say? Talk like I really you... do. I'll talk like you... right. I come from near Plymouth. Can you say? Okay. The
1: people in uh, I have got the backing of everybody in Hackney.
7: I have the backing. Oh no! I can hear got the
1: backing of everyone from Hackney. There we go. You see, it's Diane Abbott on the phone. Star Andrea, yeah. thank you very much indeed. Always a pleasure to talk to you, even if I don't know what you're talking about. So we watch Beethoven's Christmas. Now, I'm not really a fan of the Beethoven films, right, but we, we wanted to watch a Christmas film because I had the kids for a couple of hours. And we're going through Netflix, and they'd seen Arthur Christmas, and we'd seen Home Alone... Um, So we watched this this Beethoven film. It was, I mean, it was awful. It was awful. (laughs) An actual elf fell out of Santa's sleigh and um, Beethoven could talk. Beethoven can't talk. Beethoven could talk in this movie. Imagine it, Jerry, Beethoven could talk. Is composed. Well, no, not the composer, the doggy, Muppet. Huh. So. You alright, Je? Yeah, a bit, a bit spaced out at the moment. Oh, so you and You should get on there. We'll uh, give you Andrea's number.
9: And, yeah, she sounds a cool sort of person.
1: Yep, she's lovely.
9: She sounds very. What was going to say? I forgot. Uh, no,
1: hang on. Have you got a wheelchair yet?
9: No. I've got a car ring. i saying, come tomorrow, but I don't know what they'll say. They've got one for me. We'll go have and assess. First, uh, I appreciate everything C- in Catherine's Dumper who's done loads for me.
1: Well, uh, well, I don't understand hey, why they can't assess you. It's got like six months of assessment. That's utter, utter arse.
9: It's crap. What, we, uh, oh, hang on, let me. Oh, Polywog. Yes. It's a debut EP by the Beastie Boys in 1981.
1: Is, was it really? Well, there you go.
9: Polywog Stew.
1: There we go, you see.
9: Amazing. I know. How are you anyway? Oh, Jerry, you know what? Huh?
1: Mm, I'm faking it to make it. That's always good. The mask is always good. The mask is all. Although I laugh and I act like a clown, beneath this mask I am wearing a frown.
9: Yes, yes. That's why I did something to people up here put on that forum, make them all happy.
1: 'Cause we have a shit life. Yep, yeah. no no I, you know what, I I can dig that. Um life could be better, Jerry. Life could be better. But then I suppose a lot of people can say that. I'm I'm kinda keen to get Christmas out of the way. Um but if, what's that going I don't know. Life could be better, Jerry.
9: Is
1: nice, she sports of the year? Say
9: that again. Is she sports personality of the year?
1: Of course, I didn't watch Sports Personality of the Year. No, it's
9: just amazing. you the ones who die, all the people who died at the end. There's loads of young people, and I can't believe it. Shocking. There's young satellites. And Joe Bannister. And it's only your sister's taking the critical.
1: Shocking. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, it's terribly sad to hear of his passing. I must admit, I don't know who the gentleman is.
9: No, he's has been on Talk
1: Right, okay. Well, that's. Oh, yeah. uh, man. Yeah. If he
9: a good innings. Well. He,
1: he was a cricket man, was he? Yeah, a cricket
9: man. Right, okay.
1: Yes, of course, a good man. Okay, I, know, I know very very little of these, uh... Hang and on. People. It's
9: somebody... Yes? You, the, the great Mike Dickin.
1: Yes. He's huh. not He's not died, has he? Mike Dickin died two years ago. Oh, Mike Dickin died. I thought it meant uh, Mike, uh Mike, uh, uh, Mike Graham, the two Mikes. No, I don't think he's alive. Yeah, Mike Dickin ten years ago.
9: Mike Dickon, yeah, years ago. His
1: health was very much in question, unfortunately. it was. He the road off. He was good. He was good, Mike Dickon. Although, for the last year, I must admit... Parking oh, tickets. In the last year, he did get very lazy. He just did parking oh, fines. Parking tickets. Parking tickets every single week. And I just think, oh, come on, Mike. You're better than this. Have you gone anywhere
9: with Tommy Boyd?
1: Have you got him on, yeah? No, no, no. He'll come on at some point, but don't, um... Don't rush him. Don't expect it. Yeah, you know, Tommy works to his own calendar.
9: I've got an idea of a guest who might be worthwhile
1: getting on. on. I do know if they think. Alex Sonardi. Oh.
9: Who's that? Alex he raced in Formula 1.
1: Oh, for goodness. No, no,
9: listen, Jerry! No, listen to this. It's, it's a brilliant. I suppose he's like to announce and turn car. Right. Come back. He's, he's won touring cars and he's won the Olympic gold medal.
1: He's won the Olympic gold medals. Well, he's, 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 but he's still... A, he, he may be a great... Oh, i tell you who we've got on Wednesday... Leonard Nimoy's son. Live live long and prosper. Yeah, exactly. Mr. Spock's son is coming on. Adam Nimoy is coming on. Ten o'clock Wednesday. He's made this brilliant, brilliant film. You can get it on Netflix and DVD. Called, uh, I think it's called For the Love of Spock. And it's absolutely brilliant. It's about Spock. It's about Leonard Nimoy. But more importantly for me, it's about the relationship, a very troubled relationship, between a father and son. It's a cracking movie. It's live, Jim,
9: but nothing new.
1: Nothing new. Oh, no, don't you start. We had that the other night. Thank you, Joe. 03444991000 is the telephone number. Yeah, Adam Nimoy's coming on, which is absolutely brilliant. Watch this. Isn't, isn't the modern world funny? I me, me saying I'm, I'm kind of backing away from Twitter. That's how I got in touch with him. I um, watched the film. And as the film was ending, there's a really sad bit at the end with um, Adam's wife. Uh, and I tweeted him, and said, oh, Adam, I'm enjoying your film. Any chance you're coming on? And, and finally, we're in touch, and uh, we've been emailing each other, and I'm absolutely thrilled. Uh, you can watch it on Netflix. I so Adam will be on Wednesday at 10 o'clock, and um, we'll have a chat with him. I'm really looking forward to it, because it's such a good film. Another two hours of this nonsense to go. Um, 0344 499 is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. All the other stations are... You know, talking about all the scary stuff that's going on in the world and telling you why you should be scared. Why don't we celebrate life for the next two hours and and forget about being scared? You up for that? Good. Late Nights at the Inley on Talk Radio. Across
0: the UK, online and on DAB.
1: Talk Radio. For those about to talk, we salute you. Talk Radio. <laughs> the day. I take any advice from a gentleman called Alex Belfield is the day (laughs) that I hang up my headphones. Do call in, Alex. You tried to call in on Friday. Why don't you call in tonight, you muppet?
2: Late night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio.
0: We have ways of making you talk.
1: attacked from Bellend okay just butter
10: oh, pudding i
11: friend he's a pure bread killing machine I think he might be
1: dead by Christmas I think it's really sad right that when there's some really horrible things happening in the world right now right I mean really unpleasant unpleasantness going on in the world um that people are at home get, getting drunk and feeling bitter and and sending off emails to a radio show they don't like i mean how sad have you got to be to do that how pathetic have you got to be i feel sorry for your love so, remember angry andy you phoned remember he's on the youtube it, Well, he tried to call in on friday and then bailed out um and he's just sent us an email i just feel sorry for your love why oh, are you so angry what well, I don't understand what your problem is. just just calm down the show isn't for you, love, so go off and listen to something that's full of hate and something that's full of anger because this isn't what this is about, and there's so much anger out there and it's a real it's a thing that I've really been thinking about a lot recently for a few weeks before we did the mean show um i I've been considering the radio output. As being mean and as being um, nasty and miserable i 'm going to do a big burp in a minute. this is why I 'm kind of straining and i'm trying to sound all um, wise and clever and i 'm going to do a big belch in a minute but um, the, the, the radio is is with with some exceptions with some exceptions, and there's meanness on the left and the right, definitely, but radio is really really mean. And miserable, and it's designed to get you scared. There's there's a great Stephen Colbert quote, if we ain't scaring you, we ain't doing our jobs properly. Um, And and, and it's true, it's there to... More people listen. James O'Brien has a phrase, it's easier to sell tickets for the ghost train than it is for the speak-your-weight machine. Um, And what he means by that is more people will listen to scary, frightening rhetoric than facts, you know... And um, this meanness. And I'm a snowflake. I'm, I'm a snowflake. I, I, I'm quite happy with being called a snowflake. I'm also a man that suffers from um, a medical condition called clinical depression. So at times, my head lies to me, and um, I think I am less than... And I think I am worthless and I want to kill myself, you know. So, so so that's a reality. So why would I, and I suspect a significant number of you, why would we want to expose ourselves to more hatred, more nastiness, more... Well, I said I was going to stop swearing, but shit-stirring, you know, because that's what a lot of it is, on the radio, and on Twitter, and on Twitter, and, and on private emails. I said I got an email from someone, um, not the gentleman who's just emailed us, but someone else, who said, Dear Depressed Boy, ended with, What a pathetic winker you are. Dear Depressed Boy. Imagine right, someone who's got leukaemia. Dear Leukaemia Kid. Someone who's 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 just lost both their legs. Dear Cripple you just wouldn't do it. Um but this person decided that that's how they were going to start their message and that's fine that's their anger and and sometimes I let their anger um you know because of my illness I absorb some of their anger. Um so I'm protecting myself by um experimenting with my relationship with Twitter. I've deleted all of my tweets. Um, apart from a couple that I can't delete, and I'm going to try in my head—not not hard and fast rule—I'm going to try and have mo- no more than three tweets on my timeline at a time, and they will be things like: on the show on Wednesday we've got Adam Nimoy coming on, you know, and his hashtag and his handle, and um, a hashtag for for the the, the movie, um, or, or, or things like that, you know. I'm, and I just and I, and I say I'm experimenting with this rule. and I did just post something mean on um, Twitter. just posted something mean, and I caught myself doing it, and I deleted it. I deleted it because I'm learning. I'm a work in progress. I'm a It's a marathon, not a sprint. Um, so I am trying to create something. Well, I am creating something unique. <laughs> Don't mean it's any good, but I'm having a go. I am trying to create something unique and different or unique is different in the world of broadcasting i'm trying to create a show that isn't fueled by it comes there's a tea run coming that one please ed thank you yeah, well. that isn't fueled by hatred that isn't fueled by nastiness that isn't fueled by meanness that isn't driven by the desire to scare you or isn't driven by the um desire to get you angry they make good phone calls, you know. I'm funny, right? It's great phone call. Uh, uh, angry person after angry person, shouting, screaming. Send them back. Ban this. We don't want this over here. All of that. It means great phone calls. Um, and I guess we can still get angry, but I just, what am I trying to say? Some really horrible stuff has happened in the world in the last few hours, right? Why would we want to add to the horror? Why would we want to add to the anger? Why would we want to add to the fear? Why instead do we not want to create something beautiful and something that, even though it's only for a few hours, it's only radio and it's not important, but we can try and create something that is, um, is positive, if I were, my, my kids are um, are away at the moment, they went away yesterday. Eventually, after the fog lifted, um, they were the, the their flight was 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 supposed to be at six in the morning. Then it was six in the evening. They didn't leave till about ten, I think, <coughs> because of the fog. But if I was with my kids tonight and we had the news about Turkey and we had the news about um, uh, Germany, what would I and and they for somehow had heard it in the car or seen it on the TV and scare? What would I do? Would I sit there with them? in the dark and say, well, you've got every right to be scared because um, there are these people called Muslims and they hate the way you live as free little children and they want to do everything they can to stop you being free Um, and they will do everything they can to kill your daddy. And I wouldn't do that with my kids. I wouldn't do that with my kids. I'd sit there and say something like, well, listen, these things do happen. It happened a long way away. We should be aware of it. But who wants to see me make glove puppets out of socks, huh? Huh? And if they had questions about what had happened, I would answer them in a, in a friendly way that wasn't too scary, and then I'd distract them again with glove puppets made out of socks. The kids love it. It's called a sock monster. You put the sock on, it becomes a monster. You trick them into coming close to you, and then you grab their faces. They love it. I do that. And that's what I'm trying to do with you lot. I'm doing sock monsters with you lot. And I'm teasing you and tricking you to come closer, and then I'm grabbing your mouth so you can't speak, and you're enjoying it. And then you might take a step back and then ask me a question about that thing that happened, and then you'll want to do it again. This show is all about sock monsters. It's fun. If you want the other stuff, don't send me mean emails. Don't send me mean tweets. Go and listen to those shows. Those things are there for you. I guarantee that right now... Every other commercial phone-in radio show is doing miserable, angry stuff. Probably every BBC Local and Five Live is doing the angry, miserable stuff. We're the only radio show in the world right now that is doing sock monsters. Sock monsters. And yet people still send me angry emails about whatever... People still slag me off on, on Twitter. Other broadcasters send me emails headed dear, "Dear, dear, depressed boy." What what is that? And what I'm learning to do is to realise that that's their problem, and hand that over to them. Let them deal with it, and maybe one day they will. So, um, everybody, you know, and you, know, you guys know I'm, I'm talk- you know if I'm talking to you or not. You know, peace and love, man. Peace and love. I suggest you go and listen to other radio shows. Or, 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 you try and really listen to this radio show. We're doing sock monsters. Yeah? 0344. 4991000, late nights with Ian Lee on talk radio.
0: Late nights, Ian Lee on talk radio. We have ways of making
1: you talk. John, can you call back because we can't get through to you? One more thing and then we'll get to Dana 0344 4991000. There's a brilliant website, the Talk Radio Listeners page, which is set up by um, fans of the station. And um, you can go there and join the show and talk about this show and other shows. Most people are on my Facebook page because we're streaming the video on Facebook. But I just popped over there because I like to have a little look at what. what What's going on? David Price isn't happy. David Price is not happy. I refuse to laugh. There'd been a terrorist attack. Poor Germans. Okay, right? That's your choice not to laugh. I'm, I'm, choosing, I'm choosing to try and lighten the mood a little bit. Remember when Bob Hope would go out to Vietnam? Do you remember that? I'm not saying I'm anywhere like Bob Hope or anything like that, but Bob Hope and other comedians and entertainers will go out to Vietnam to entertain the troops. They shouldn't laugh. And then Dean says, I think a talk-based radio station should be covering it. Dean, what would you like us to do for three hours? I, I, I've said, if anything new or major develops, that Catherine has got her eye on it, that if she spots anything we, we think that she thinks we should know, she'll tell us. What would you like to hear for three hours, Dean? What, t- tell me what you would like to hear for three hours. Um, you want to hear the number of people that have died? You want to hear us talking about, uh, uh, who would we get on? Um, a terrorism expert. So there's that guy from that university who I've spoken to before. who's quite angry. Um, we could get a German on, um, to describe the scene, what, what it was like, what, you know, what that part of the town is like. What would you, what would you, what would you like, Dean? What would you like for three hours, three hours of conjecture and fanning the flames? LBC Five Live—they're there. They'll be doing those things right now, and and it's great that they're doing those things. Isn't it nice to have an alternative? Isn't it nice to have something a little bit different? We're doing sock monsters this evening. A bit later on, I'm going to play you the mo- well. It's—you might have seen it. it's done the rounds a bit today, and loads of people sent it to me. Jerry Lewis, you know, I had a bit of a thing for Jerry Lewis. Jerry Lewis is 90, did an interview. Uh, it's seven minutes long. I'm going to play the whole thing. Right, I did it for the Hollywood Reporter. Um, and it's being touted as seven uncomfortable minutes with miserable Jerry Lewis. It is brilliant. It is brilliant that I should ever end up doing an interview like that. It's absolutely wonderful. Ed, you look like you're about to speak. What are you about to say? I'm not waiting, I'm not moving until he tells me. We're trying to get someone up on Skype. Okay. Thank you, Edward. You, but you position the microphone in such a powerful way. I thought you had something. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. It's going to be quiet on the phones this week. Busy first hour. I suspect it will drop off because it's Christmas week. But Dana's on the line. Evening, Dana. Hip 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 hip. Dana. How we are you? Well, you're doing
12: okay. I hear it seems, but you're, you're okay. I'm.
1: I'm all right dana i'm all right i've mustered up a little bit i've had a couple of drinks sorry (laughs) because you how was (laughs) was work this weekend
12: um it was it was good it was really cold um basically working in the freezer section yeah it's a tough Uh, gig even with the gloves on and that my fingers were absolutely frozen but i'm not back there till thursday
1: okay so you can thaw out
12: by then you um, tomorrow, could I, could I just request tomorrow, would you, um, for the sock monsters, yeah. could you possibly have odd multi-coloured socks on?
1: Um, you're, d- d- generally, my sock monsters are black or grey, I'm afraid. Those oh, are okay. the only oh. socks a 43-year-old married man needs. All right, well, that's fine, I'll accept When that. did we um, make the transition from white socks... To black socks because when I was growing up it was white socks and then suddenly if you wore white socks everyone went oh Michael Jackson and you had to wear black socks socks and now you don't see anyone wearing white socks unless they're a Michael Jackson impersonator
12: or they're in Essex
1: yeah growing up in the seventies and early eighties it was white socks when the hell when the bloody hell did we, our white socks get pushed out for black socks well it, it's a bit like plain um,
12: Uh, plain old grey grey oh sorry I really have had a drink I'm so sorry (laughs) no Um, grubby sort of um, uh, oh forget that listen I saw Star Wars today it was wonderful Um,
1: (laughs) and again no spoilers no spoilers no
12: spoilers no 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 no, no spoilers at all but what I would what I would say um, I'm I'm actually seeing it again at 10.45 tomorrow morning Um, I don't think I could
1: sit through it a second time quite so quick I found it a bit a a little dry
12: oh no but the the two characters and I'm not spoiling anything Don't worry. The no. two characters that we you were talking about, what they the way they actually did it, they're their body doubles, um, who do get credited. And then what they've done is they've match move CGI heads and CGI faces. So there is a physical body there.
1: Well, I don't, it but was, I don't care about that physical body because uh, that physical body is irrelevant to me. Yes, what's no, relevant to agree. me? Let's talk about the gentleman because yeah. that's that's slightly safer yeah. ground. Um, what's What's relevant to me is is is, is it, for all intents and purposes. That's a dead actor yeah. on screen. Ethically, yeah. that sits very, very uncomfortably with you
12: yeah. and, and it does, like you say, it does bring up questions. It's sort of like, you know, because contracts back in those days wouldn't have really had many clauses in. Of course, nowadays, contracts, you know, you obviously well know this, you know, give all these online things and, you know, for perpetuity, or whatever the word is, you know. Um, back then, the contract would have just been, you know, you've, you've made a film... Oh, I don't it, know, I
1: bet the contract for Star Wars was pretty tight. Well, because Alec
12: Guinness, of course, he, he got the best contract, because he actually got... Um, the, the main reason he, he decided to do it, because he, he didn't, you know, understand science fiction or wasn't really a fan, but the main reason he did it was he actually got a royalty. He, um, he, he actually earned money... Um, a percentage from the film, oh. unlike all the other actors. None of the other actors got percentages. Hang on
1: a second, hang on um, a second. This is the clip I think it is. Have a listen to uh, this. Uh, script. this up, Ben. There in the
10: script. Uh, George Lucas uh, suggested to me something of a samurai warrior in one way, hence I'm dressed in this part, partly dressed like this.
1: Um, oh, it's not. There's a bit where Alec Guinness... Oh, this is it. Listen to this. Alec Guinness reads from his diaries. Listen.
10: A refurbished Star Wars is on somewhere. I have no intention of revisiting any galaxy. I shrivel inside each time it's mentioned. Twenty years ago, when the film was first shown... It had a freshness, also a sense of moral good and fun. Then I began to be uneasy at the influence it might be having. The bad penny first dropped in San Francisco when a sweet-faced boy of 12 told me proudly that he had seen Star Wars over a hundred times. His elegant mother nodded with approval. Looking into the boy's eyes, I thought i detected little star shells of madness beginning to form. (laughs) And I guessed that one day they would explode. I'd love you to do something for me, I said. Or anything, anything, the boy said rapturously. You won't like what I'm going to ask you to do? (laughs) Anything, sir, anything. Well, do you think you could promise never to see Star Wars again? He burst into tears. His mother drew herself up to an immense height. What a dreadful thing to say to a child, she barked, and dragged the poor kid away. Maybe she was right, but I just hope the lad, now in his thirties, is not living in a fantasy world of second-hand childish banalities. <laughs>
1: nice
10: what a wonderful I, voice,
1: isn't that good? I think that I, I, I think that was Crib from Danny Baker's show, that exact with the mixing and stuff. But it was he, he, absolutely brilliant. And oh, but, but,
12: oh, sorry, but, but like you were saying, but, but, but the actor again, no spoilers. Yeah. The, the CGI isn't quite. I, I, I've been told that on an IMAX screen. Um, this actor's face looks much better, and the CGI oh, yeah, looks well, a lot more realistic. But on a, you know, I saw it in a big cinema, but it wasn't yeah. an IMAX, and it didn't, it didn't rest well with no,
3: me
1: CGI it, 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 later. I thought it was really, really good. I could tell the kids couldn't tell, that, mm-hmm. and that was it. And but I, I thought it was a lot better than I ever expected it to be. Let's make a movie now, Elvis Presley and Bruce Lee. Boom, the, the two oh. legends, the two legends together. Let's have okay. some of that. Can I sign up for that? An um, extra, maybe. Yes, you can, Dana. Of course, you can. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. John. Good evening. Good evening, John. You're on Skype.
13: <coughs> I am indeed. There uh, we go. It's, it means like I can sit relaxed in my chair, headphones on. They look like a, I don't know, an airline pilot at the
1: it, moment. Well, well, I I always get tense when it's Skype because Skype always drops out at some point. Mm, well, I've well, yeah. This has always done fine for me. The majority of my Skype calls are. Can you hear me? No. No, I can't. Can... No, I can't. You're breaking up. Can you hear... Can you see me? Can you... Hello? That's my... That's how my spy, Skype calls go. Right. I mean, there's
13: many... There's, I I I phone Florida a lot, oh. so using Skype and... We have, it's been okay. Maybe
1: I've just got crap internet. That is distinctly possible.
13: Possible. Um, and uh, if you're out and about, of course, on the 4G, that's not always great, but... It works a treat. I mean, because you, you've got all the methods now to phone, of course, because you've got the old messenger in uh, Facebook, you can oh. phone using that now. Can you? Oh, yes, you can. You can phone and someone using I... Facebook. You can. Flipping, And video heck. chat on it as well.
1: Unbelievable. The world's gone to pot.
13: Well, if, yeah. only. if only, eh? If Whoa. only, mate, yeah. You're Whoa. right there. Goodness me, imagine that. Uh, what you got for us, John? Uh, well, no, I'm, I'm sat here of an evening, you know, and... Uh, uh, going through the old Facebook, saw so you're uh, sh- sharing the old show on again. And I thought, right, got to, got to click on it. Got to watch, you know, watch and, and listen, because I'm a voyeur, really. Mm. Um, oh, yeah. Any, yeah, yeah, that sounded bad. You're one of that them. I don't like weird. to
1: partake. I was about to say, I must remember, that boy got off lightly being approached by a celebrity in the 1980s and only being asked not to watch a film again. Just imagine what you know, he met Rolf Harris. Ay ay ay. Anyway. <laughs> yes, you you like to watch. I like to watch.
13: I don't like to tell no, well, well, at the end of the day that's the the culture the you know, the industry creating, isn't it? with all the anyway, yes. so I sat there and I listened to the show that and saw it sort of taking a bit of a downturn um, and I thought, Do you know what what this show needs, obviously is John Wilson the comedian? to come on I mean imagine that imagine 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 me coming onto the show well. and cheering everybody up. No one if you told any other comedian they'd never believe you.
1: Well, they they might not, you know. Well, how are you going to cheer us up then, John? Um, well, you know, fair. Uh, uh. W- no, I'm not going to tell
13: any jokes. No, we don't, we don't, don't do don't, that. We, we don't, 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 don't. do that because that
1: that that,
13: no. that would be awful. No, that would be awful. Yeah. That would be really bad because I'll come up with. I do a lot of writing in the evening. Yeah. You know when, uh, especially if it's a full moon, um, and because I get some crazy ideas and thoughts. I think that's when I'm at my strongest.
1: I often think, when when I finish this show, I should go home and I'm still buzzing and I should go and do some writing and do some work and then kind of get to bed about half past three. And I I can't be bothered. And I I know that I'm I'm not utilising my um, full potential, John, by um, going home and going straight to bed. But there you go. You know, what can we do? Well, it
13: depends on what you're doing I mean, when you go home. I mean, you're not going to go straight to bed, surely.
1: Yeah, I do go straight to bed, actually, because it takes about an hour to get home. I'll go home, have a bit of toast, uh, then I'll get to bed, and if I'm still feeling perky, I will um, listen to another radio station, because it sends me to sleep, and I will read. But generally, um, I get in bed thinking, oh, I can read a bit of my book, and then it's lights out. Oh, fair play. I mean, Lights out.
13: It's a Monday to Friday thing for you, though, isn't it?
1: Yes, yes, yes. It's a you week. thing. I'm
13: just... But then again, you know, I mean, I'm out late at times, but then again, when I come straight in, if it is late, then, um, you know, I, turn to, I can't go to bed straight away because I just won't be able to settle. There's too much going on in my head.
1: I don't get yeah. that. That wears off. That wears off over time, the, the, the busy head. No, no, no. Do the show, whatever show it is. Done. Thanks very much. Bye. Good night. Home. Sleep. That's the way it should be. Done. Yeah. I'm going to move on. Thank you very much, Sean 0344. and Charlotte, Callum, and... Oh, it's Alan Caddick. Alan, um, in three words, tell us why people should come back after this break. Because it'll be Fandabidozy. Because
14: it'll... Fandabidozy. Say it,
1: do that again. Fandabidozy. No, but do the three words. Because it's Fandabidozy. You did say because it will be Fandabidozy. Yeah. Yeah? That's not three words. I said, it. But you said, you said, because it's, it, so it, you said will be in the first instance. No, I didn't. Yes, you did. No, I didn't. Well, all right, too well, during the break. Alan's, uh, uh, Ed's going to get that clip. And then we're going to find out, Alan,
0: all right? Okay. Hang your bum. The radio show for people who know the best part of the day is the night.
2: Late night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio.
0: We have ways of making you talk.
1: Alan, so you're you're
0: saying that initially you
1: said because it's fan-dabby-dozy, yeah? Yeah. All right. Be quiet, because, Ed, one of us is going to apologise to the other one and the listener, okay? All right? And Facebook. Well, if you want to stay there. Ed, hit play on the cassette player.
14: Because it'd be fun, Dabby Dozy. Say that, stop, stop. Go back. Go back. Because it'd be fun, Dabby Dozy. Thank you. I apologise. Now, is that recording or is that real? Uh, that was real. Did so that... I, for that, I graciously apologise. Did that happen in the first conversation or is it happening live now? It happened in the first conversation that was happening about on. two minutes ago. So, this is a recording? Because it'd be fun, Dabby Dozy. That's the which... recording. Which bit's real? Me talking now. Because
15: talking it'd be now. fun,
14: Dabby Dozy. That's the recording. Because it'd be fun, Dozy. That's the recording. Because it'd be fun, Dozy. It's not fun, Dozy, and for that I apologise. Hang on, so hang on, so right, hang on. Which bits hang, is this real? Because it'd be fun, Dozy. That was the recording of me earlier. Um, this is me apologising. Because, because it'd you, be fun, Dozy. No, I'm apologising to you and Melissa because I got it wrong.
1: Hang on. Is you... Right, this is me live now. This yeah, is me. On, on Facebook. Well, on the radio for most people. And is this... Is this you
14: live? Because it'd be fun, be dozing. That's live. Recording which, is, the which is a
1: recording. What, Jeez! What I said before the break. Well, maybe you said... I don't remember. Maybe you said this before the break.
14: No, I remember the break was Penny Smith promoting Saturday
1: breakfast. Right, OK. And there is no way you would know what the break was before the break, is there? That's right. So, it's, is this you now? This
14: is me talking now and apologising. we're glad to be gay. Is this you? Singing, we're happy this way. Hi... Singing is this? Glad rec- to be gay.
1: Your way. Is that a recording or is that you? That was a That's a recording ago. That's a recording. From a few months ago. That's a recording.
14: No it's me talking now is Off with his head. That's why what, my... what I right there. What? From I side there. I'm off with his head. Oh it's me talking about George Galloway again.
1: So, which bit is a recording? Off with his head. That's a recording. Right. You saying that's a recording is a recording?
14: No, the off with his head was a recording. So you but saying you have to be gay was a recording, and that recording we say, it will be fun, Debbie Dozy was a recording from earlier, and I'm apologising <laughs> for that because he said three words and I said five. Right,
1: and you saying that's a recording is that a recording?
14: No, no, I'm apologising live.
1: Okay. So at no point does a recording exist of you saying... This is getting very confusing. It's like an Abbott and Costello sketch. That's a recording. No, that, that was live. Right. OK. I'm glad we've got that sorted out. Crying out loud. I, I
14: want to talk panto's in. I went to the Panto today oh. and things are going wrong.
1: Is this a recording? No, this is live. Because you talked about Panto the other day. I said I was going to the Panto. Have you been to the Panto? Yes, I have. I'll go with you.
14: Sorry? I'll go with you a bit. You, you didn't go with me. No, I went on my own. Yeah, so what,
1: who did you go with?
14: On my own. But you just said you, you went with me. No, to the... No, but you forwardy about going oh, to I'm the so Panto. Confused. On my own. And what did and you... you... And you mentioned that you were going to go with your lads to see Jack of the Beanstalk. Off with his head. No, not back for
1: Alice in Wonderland. Right. So you went... To a pantomime today. With whom? On my own. What
14: was it? Dick Whittington. Like, uh, it was really funny. People
1: were going one go all over the place. Can I let you into a little secret? Spoilers. You know when they then it goes wrong in pantomime? Yeah. It's meant to go wrong in pantomime. Well, right this way. Uh, in one of the scenes, the door was stuck. Put it this way if you went to see that show tomorrow, the door would be stuck. Have oh, I just done a really I... cruel thing? I think I've just done a really cruel thing, haven't I? Oh, no, I take that back. Were well, there are loads of mistakes in it? Yes, where do I
14: begin? Bloody idiots! The door was stuck in the same with the bedrooms. Oh no! They the trumpet. Oh, fantastic! They were doing an alternative version of a child Christmas and someone nearly fell out the balcony of a box in the
1: hippodrome. Oh, I do wonder about the boxes in theatres because there's not there's no um there's not much to stop a child falling out. I wonder. There was a great man. G- 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 Catherine, can we get the stats on how many people, adults and children, and ideally a breakdown of the two? Um, how many people have died in this country in the last, let's say, hundred years falling out of boxes in theatres? We could get that, please, Catherine, because I think that'll be really fascinating. Because it's it's not a thing we hear that much about. I wonder if it's theatre companies trying to sweep it under the carpet. Oh, it's a conspiracy! I smell conspiracy! But did you enjoy it, Al? I had a lovely
14: time. And, and there was lots of EastEnders references in there as well.
1: Oh.
14: Oh, no, there wasn't. Yeah, oh, yes, there was. Because Phil Mitchell
1: was there. Hang on a second. Catherine, come on the microphone. Catherine's got the latest on the number of um, people that have fallen out. I can up.
16: confirm that there's no data available for oh. that particular
1: scenario. Oh. And therefore con- conspiracy. conspiracy. It's a theatrical cover-up by the Nancys what run theatre. It's a cover-up, Alan. <laughs> Oh, news. Well, oh, here I comes the
14: the government investigation about it. Yeah, here we so go. The
1: truth. Right, Catherine, can you launch an FOI, Freedom of Information, out <coughs> and find out? Because this is this could be it. This could be my fourth award. Oh, mm, sad vomiting. Sad vomiting. Did he? Did he just say sad vomiting? I've got no idea what's going on. 0344-499-1000, Late nights with Ian Lee on Talk Radio.
0: Late night, Ian Lee. On air and off the lake. On talk radio. We have ways of making you talk.
1: 0344 499 1000 is the uh, telephone number. If um, we get any breaking news about the various situations around the world... Um, that we think, you know, kind of relevant and important to you in your daily life, then we will, of course, uh, let you know. But we've made the decision this evening that we're going to play sock monsters, which is what I do with my kids when I'm trying to distract them and make a lot of noise and um, entertain them. So we're going to do that. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the phone number. Charlotte! Charlotte!
17: Hello, hello, hello. Hello, hello. Previous caller, who's turned my head to mush. <laughs> that,
1: well, uh, uh, Alan Caddick, I think it was like stepping inside Alan Caddick's brain for ten minutes. there. I've got no idea what Ooh. happened. Uh, uh,
17: yeah, I know, I know. How are you, Flower?
1: I'm confused and I have indigestion um, and oh, I'm all right, too. thank you very much. indeed. I'm going to see my friend Justin Dealey for lunch tomorrow. I've not seen him for over a year. Very
17: nice.
1: The J-Dog. We're going to hit, hit a burger joint in Uxbridge and have burgers.
17: Wow, that um, sounds so
1: good. Well, doesn't it sound so good? Yes. Well, there we go. Yes, yes. I, I get the feeling, Charlotte, you've got something important you want to get to.
17: Me? Um, it, it, it's about the, these nasty people Yeah. that email you, contact you, Twitter you or yeah, whatever. Yeah. I think, I've been overthinking again, I know, that they're, they're what they're doing, when they send you these nasty emails, they're passing a. They're an and they're angered
1: to you because yeah. it makes them feel better. Um, maybe listen. When I'm feeling fine, right? When I'm feeling like flatline fine, it's all right and it doesn't have any effect yeah. on me. When I'm feeling good, yeah. then my wings are like a shield of steel and I can destroy them with a the moment. But when well, I'm absolutely. suffering from when I, when the depression kicks in and I'm and I'm weighed down by the illness, it you know it it. it Kind of hurts, but I'm also well enough to know that it, it only hurts because I'm ill, you know, and they're, they're, they are, um, kicking at the vulnerabilities of, 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 an illness and, and, um, you know, those moments pass and then I feel better and I feel pity for them. I mean, the fellow that emailed us and the guy that, um, Sent me an email, a different email, saying, "Dear, dep- uh, d- uh, all right, depressed boy. I just, I, I feel sorry for them, you know, because they've got so little in their lives that b- the, both of them are jealous because they want to, they want to be doing a late night phoning show on a, a national radio station, you know, and and, and they haven't got mm. that, and that's fine. And I'd be, I've spent periods of my career angry and bitter and upset, no, not enough to get in touch with people and 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 mock, the, <laughs> mock their illnesses, you know, I wouldn't do that, but." That's what they choose to do. And so I, I pity them. I pity the gentleman that emailed this evening and I pity the other broadcaster on who's been having a go at me on Twitter. I feel sorry for them. And I wish yeah. them the very best of luck in their careers and I hope they find um, a, a, a job that the, 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 that makes them happy, like I found this job.
17: Yes, yes. I mean, I suffer from depression and anxiety and, and a touch of psychosis myself.
1: Oh, a bit of psychosis yeah. thrown in the mix. Beautiful.
17: Oh, oh, I dunno. When, when you're well, it's it's good for your creativity yeah. isn't it? and all that sort. Of, yeah, yeah. And all, and all that sort of stuff. But you know, but I know that I'm under under the crisis team currently because I did have a nervous breakdown a few weeks ago because yeah. there's been a lot of stuff. I'm not swearing, by the way. <laughs> stuff going on and i know i'm getting better because i started whinging at them
1: there we go you see there we
17: go i know i'm on the up again they're going to move me from the crisis team to the um next level you know and i started whinging so i know i'm starting to get better good
1: for you good for you And what you don't need is to switch on the radio and hear people arguing and shouting for three hours and and trying to scare everybody. And people that want Mm. that, go go and you can find it. It's on other radio stations tonight. We're just sitting down and having a chat and seeing what comes out. Hey, get this, Charlotte, right? So I'm in Costa today, right? And I mm. feel a little bit guilty. No, it was Cafe Nero. That was it. Because I like mm. the Cafe Nero loyalty card. Because you just get, you don't need a... With Costa, you get like a plastic card and you've got to sign in and log in. And I can't be bothered. With Nero, you get a little bit of cardboard and they stamp it. And once you get on the 10th stamp, you get a free drink. Beautiful. I can yeah. work with that. But I like the sandwiches in Costa. Mm, it's a dilemma. Mm. Anyway, it was a Nero I went to because I was, I was doing a voiceover. I was doing um, kittens make you laugh out loud. And boy, oh boy, they really do and um but I was I was an hour early so I went and sat in Nero and it was great because my my computer didn't have any battery and I just sat there for 40 minutes just drinking my drink and looking around didn't read or anything I just looked around and then this woman came and sat opposite me and I had to move a book out of the way because it was really packed in there she sat opposite me and she had a, a, a nero cup and she had this big tub of food from a fast food chain that sells like oriental based food um and she had this big tub and she worked there because she she had the name back so she's taking it all in so she sat there and i'm thinking well she's at least she's bought a drink from nero because she's eating a lunch from somewhere else but then i looked and the 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 drink she had it was just water nero really good because they got jugs of water by the um The straws and stuff. So she just went and grabbed a cup, poured water, went and sat down. Then she was on the phone speaking to someone in Greek for half an hour, eating lunch. And I thought, the cheek of the... I could never do that. I could never walk into a cafe or a coffee place or a restaurant and not have any of their food. The other day, I sat outside Costa for 20 minutes, so I could use their Wi-Fi and didn't buy anything, and I felt really bad about that. I thought I was going to get in trouble for that. But she walked in, as brazen as anything, with a big tub of food and a bit of water for free, and she was sat there eating it. I couldn't believe the cheek of the woman, Charlotte.
17: Then you know that you're on a level. <laughs>
1: exactly. <laughs> but those was...
17: things make you... Angry, you yes. know you're on a level. Exactly. And the drugs are working.
1: Charlotte, thank you very much in lead. Honestly, Callum, I'll come to you in a second. 0344, Honestly, I was sat there looking, I think, thinking, oh, you cheeky mare. Well played, though. Fair play. You've got to respect that. But I did think, oh, I could never have the balls to do what you did. Callum! Hip, hip, hip. Hip, hip, hip Callum, what you got for us, boss?
18: Uh. Just on about this radio show. I did a weird thing last week. I thought I'll listen to Five Lives like I did last year to see what it was. And I, I don't know if I've listened to it. The formality so at BBC drove me insane. So I've come
1: back. <laughs> well, hang on a minute, Callum. <sighs> I don't know if we want you back. <laughs> You're considered a traitor amongst <laughs> our people. How how many um, Five Live shows did you listen to?
18: Uh, various ones through dear, but they just they're so boring and corporate. I like this show; it's free flowing. We talk about old
1: mm. John Holmes is a bit like that. I don't know, Callum. I don't know right. if you're worthy of this show. <laughs> Course Five <laughs> Live was going to be boring. I thought I'd just test,
18: and I thought no good I for I you. <laughs>
1: Good for you. Uh, I, I do. I, honestly, everyone should flick around their dial and try old stations and new stations and, um, new presenters mm. and presenters that they've not heard of for years. And they, everyone should. Everyone should because there's so much out there. There's so much great stuff. There's more rubbish than there is good stuff. But there, the, the stuff that is good is absolutely brilliant. So, um, it, it's well worth having a flick around. Callum, you are welcome back. You are the prodigal son. My arms and my ears are open for you, Callum. Anytime you wish to, um, uh, Speak with me, then spake thee shall. Spake thee shall. Spaketh awayeth, Callum.
18: <laughs> Spaketh awayeth. <us. laughs> oh, tell you something else.
1: Yeah.
18: I've not had some deliveries from Amazon.
1: I You've not had today. some deliveries from Amazon?
18: No. And uh, before my... I won 40 minutes to... I, I don't know whatever country it was. Mm. And it took forever, eventually. Oh no, they're not coming. I'll do a refund. Oh, and well, have to reorder them.
1: After hey, all that, so were they supposed to? Were like, they supposed like to come today?
18: Uh, about a month ago. <laughs> oh,
1: Callum! <laughs> <Gallop. laughs> why did it take you a month to chase that up? You pudding. No, I've been ringing them every week. But... Oh. I must remember actually, this time last year, I was getting a right cob on with Amazon because my deliveries were all over the place. And they would, you'd get an email saying, We tried to deliver, but we couldn't get access to your property. And I'm thinking, I'm sat in. There's no gate or fence on my property. You literally walk up to my door, and they are all full of chances last year. I'm hoping they've improved their delivery service somewhat, because last year it was absolutely awful. It nearly ruined Christmas.
18: (laughs) Doesn't seem like it. It's just this time of year. Sorry I arrested
1: you. Well, at this time of year, here's the thing, right? At this time of year, it seems... The number of times there's been a delivery at the door, and I've opened the door, and it's just a bloke, or it's just a woman. Once it was a kid. Yeah. Anyone... Honestly, anyone can deliver these days. It was a mum was out delivering parcels with her kid. I was like, yeah. what the flipping hell is going on there? We're just kind of there. <laughs> Do you tip your, um, service providers? Uh, postmen, really. Bin men, and it is men. I'm not being sexist, love. It generally is bin men. No, it's just kind of there. <laughs> <You can just laughs> kind are of, I, I always give my postman... This year, I'm, this year, I'm toying with the idea of giving him a 20 quid. 20 quid. But well, I, I, I might have to pay a fine for the congestion charge last week, so maybe I'll just give him a tenner. I'll give him a tenner. Yeah. And this year, I'm not going to tip the bin men, because I tipped the bin men last year, Callum. It got very... Sorry? Oh, okay. Hey! <laughs> hey! Hang on a minute. Hang on a minute. That deserves... I, I spoke over... I spake over that. I apologise. Callum, yeah. I'll, I'll give you the feed line. You give me the punchline. Hey, Callum, yeah. last year, I tipped the bin men. And it was remish. Yay! <laughs> very very nice. Hmm. Um well I tipped the bin men last year and it got very complicated because I wanted to tip the bin men and not the recycling men because I, I I'm funny like that. Yeah. So uh I, I got the bin men and I gave the bin I gave what I thought were the bin men. Oh no this was it. I gave what I thought were the bin men 20 quid, because there's like five of them on the thing. I gave it to the bloke and said, put this in your float. But then it turns out they weren't the bin men. They were the green, green waste. Now, that's not even recycling. <laughs> the green waste people never come round. They're the ones that collect the clippings from your garden, right? So I realised yeah. it was them. I was like, oh, bugger. Then I saw the bin men. I thought, right, I'm going to give them. Here's... And I gave the bin men 20 quid. So I'm 40 quid down now, right? But then they picked up the blue bin. That's not the oh, bin, yeah. men. That's the recycling. I was thinking, oh, yeah. no. And then the bin men came round. I get 60 quid. 60 quid on mm-hmm. tips for people that still do, you know. Yeah. And I, a friend of mine said, you'll get a top quality job for the next three months. No, I didn't. They still wouldn't pick up a box that was left next to the bin. Unbelievable, Callum. Uh, so I'm not tipping bad, the bin, men, But the postman's going to get a tanner. Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> do anything else, Callum? Eh, uh, that's it for tonight, I think, yeah. Beautiful. Will you be listening to Five Live again? No, it's too boring. Atif, you want a really boring station, LBC. Oh, it's awful. Oh, wow. Go <laughs> and have a listen to that and then co- let us know what you thought of it. All right. Ta-ta. <laughs> Bye-bye. I uh, think I'm the only person that tips the, um, the postman. My postman's brilliant. He's one of those blokes that wears shorts all the time. Um, but he's, he's brilliant. He's, he knows a lovely little couple of hiding places for parcels and things. Got a couple of great hiding places, which he discovered. Um, and he's more than happy to leave stuff there. And also, get this, because we live, um, 10 minute walk from my mother-in-law's, right? It's on the, it's on his route. If we're not in, and it's a big parcel, or it looks valuable, he takes it to our mother-in-law's. Isn't that isn't that incredible? Absolutely. I get a phone call from my mother in law. Got a parcel for you. In what? He's taking it round there. Isn't that brilliant? He deserves a few quid, and also he's just a nice bloke, you know. And he does a cracking job. You you can't argue with that. You've got to reward that, haven't you? Ah, another hour to go. Another busy hour of phone calls down. Honestly, this week it's gonna the phone call numbers are gonna kind of drop off a cliff. Uh, so there'll be lots of filling. Lots of filling. But, um, oh, I'm remind- I was reminded at the weekend of one of the funniest bits from The Mean Show, and I completely forgot about it. The anger that we don't call um, Christmas pies Christmas pies. We call them mince pies. No one's ever called them Christmas pies. Someone tweeted me saying, but when have they ever been called Christmas pies? Ah, you see. Um, another hour to go, dear listener. If you want to give me a call, oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. I'm going to play at least some, possibly all, of a brilliant interview with um, Jerry Lewis, ninety year old, famously grumpy American comic, and it's such a deliciously uncomfortable seven minutes. I mean, the guy interviewing him sounds like an absolute plum. Maybe we should try and get the, that guy on let's'll let's, we'll have a little 'll have a little sniff around tomorrow and see if I can find out who that guy is because it'll be good to get him on and get his side of um the story, but it is absolutely wonderful it's so tense jerry lewis ain 't giving nothing. You can call in as well though, of course, 0344 We call you back. You're listening to Late Nights with Ian Lee on Talk Radio.
2: Late Nights, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Radio.
0: We have ways of making you talk. As I walk
11: this wicked world searching for life In the darkness of insanity I ask myself Is all hope lost? Is there only pain, hatred, and misery? Cause each time I feel like this inside There's one thing I want to know What's so funny about peace, love and understanding What's so funny about peace, love and understanding And as I walk on Through troubled times My spirit gets so downhearted Sometimes Where are the strong And who are the trusted And where is The harmony Cause each time I feel it slipping away You know, it just makes me wanna cry What's so funny about peace, love and understanding So funny about peace, love, and understanding Where are the strong? Who are the trusted? And where is the heart? Sweet harmony Cause each time I feel it slipping away You know it just makes me wanna cry What's so funny about peace, love and understanding What's so funny about peace, love and understanding I know
1: I'm an old head, an old hippie, and the world is understanding, miserable, isn't it, right now? <laughs> understanding. I've got kids, my kids live in this world, ah, oh, God, I've got kids... And there's horrible, horrible people doing horrible, horrible things. Why do we need to add to the hate, though, and the anger? I guarantee that nothing has been revealed in the two hours we've been on air about the attacks, the attack in Germany, and the murder in. Uh, well, let me go to my team. Catherine, producer, you've been watching the news? From your news outlet corner, has anything more been revealed about the attack in Germany or the murder in Turkey that would have an impact on um, my listeners' lives?
16: No, so far lots of speculation, but there's no actual uh, verdict as to whether that terrible lorry accident was an accident yeah. or, or an attack. It's got ha- it had Polish plates, is what we've heard.
1: Right, so it's all speculation mm-hmm. at the moment, and that's it, guys. And that that's what you'll get on an inc- incident. Like this, you'll get speculation. Anthony Anthony Glees is that the gentleman's name? That's who I was referring to an hour ago. When I said, "Who do you want us to get a terrorism expert?" we will get, you know, it's, it's all guesswork. It's all guesswork. Um, and all the guesswork is going to point to something quite horrific. Whichever way you look at it, a load of people have died and a load of people have been injured. Um, and I don't want to play the guessing game in so much radio. So much television news. It's people guessing. It's people guessing. The Brexit, or Trump, or I'm trying to think of something. Something on on the left, so that I'm not, is not like I'm equating those with terrorism acts. Big news stories. Most of the time, it's people. Guessing. Well, how do you think they will have reacted? What do you think's going on? What do you think would be going through their mind? I prefer to play Sock Monsters tonight, if you fancy it. Um, Oh, look, the phones have gone absolutely nuts tonight. We may not get time for Jerry Lewis. We'll we'll, we'll see. We'll see where we get to. Valentina. Good evening, Valentina. Good evening, and... How does
19: it go? First time listener, no, no. No. Long time listener, first time caller.
1: Boom! That's all we're talking about. We've spoken before, haven't we?
19: No, we haven't.
1: Oh. Oh, there must be another Valentina, because I'm sure.
19: I hope not. Well, there must be.
1: I'm
19: so nervous. Okay. Uh, um, How long
1: have you been listening for?
19: Oh, from back... From the Lubeca days. Oh, really? And Ultimate Radio, yeah.
1: Oh, flipping it! Wow, look at your memory's better than mine. Oh, well, is, I'm glad. You, I'm gl- <laughs> And I was, I was that
19: teenager listening. Yeah. Like under the covers, listening to the radio. Oh, I was really? that teenager. Yeah. How old How old so,
1: were well. you when you when you discovered me?
19: No, because then I, I want you to guess my age. Then you're not going to know, be able to guess my. I might give it away.
1: I'm um, I'm I'm not so good with women. Um, um, oh well, then you're 26. Yeah, i take that, yeah. Why, what are you? 27. Hey! Come on, come! I'm singing the Gary Glitter song. That's inappropriate. Um, so what you, were, what, you were about 15, 16 when you, when you first yeah. discovered me? How cool yeah. is that? I love it. I love it. When I was at LBC, right, and it was a really straight station, and they got me there. David Lloyd got me, gave me the job, he said, because um, our audience is primarily elderly Jewish women, and they're dying. We want you to attract younger people. And I'd have some people say, you know you've got kids listening to your show? And I'd say, yeah. And they'd say, well, doesn't that disappoint you a bit? And I'd say, no, not at all. Cause I was that kid once. I was that 14, 13, 14, 15 year old that discovered a radio show that spoke to me. And I'd sit in bed with the headphone within the days when you got like one headphone in your ear, uh, listening to the headphone. And so I love it hearing that Valentina and hearing that 10, 11 years later on, you're still listening to this rubbish. Honestly, it fills my heart so much. So thank you for sharing oh. that with me. Thank you.
19: Talking to a mate, it's so weird. i oh, bless um, you. Well, you in
1: many ways you are, but let's. Uh, please don't ever touch me if we meet. <laughs>
19: no,
1: are you going to do that? Yeah, to me. Uh, um, but uh, honestly, be hearing that the, the, the young people, fifteen isn't a kid, but young people listen to the show. Honestly, it makes me so so happy because, and also because it's it's talk radio, speech based radio. You know, we're told that kids listen to Spotify or to Radio One or or, or whatever it is. To to get young people listening to phone a phone in show, beautiful. Thank you, Valentina. Fantastic. Give give her um, a gold pass. She whenever she phones in, she jumps straight to the front of the queue. Um, I
19: tell you what, I always I never want to call because. It means that if not like me calling today, means that I can't call when you're having a
1: new, a new callers only. night. Yeah. oh yeah, so, that's true. You've blown that one. Yeah, yeah. I tell it's you what. Pass. what you can, well, you no, can. It's, it's you got a golden pass. Golden pass will, will get you on a new and newish callers. I like. I like. I like the cut of her jib. I can't. I can't <laughs> lie. <laughs> Valentina, <laughs> okay, gold okay. pass. It says on my screen now. Excellent work. That's Congratulations. Fantastic. Merry um, Christmas.
19: So, I, I make it a good
1: call that. now, Valentina. There's a lot riding on this.
19: I'll try my best. Okay. So I'm about, I'm about a week behind. I listened and catch up on the web on the website. Oh yeah, about a week behind. When I last listened earlier today, you yeah. had two golden tickets left
1: for the New Year's. Oh yeah, thing. yeah, for the New the New Year's show. We've got two. We still got two. I must keep. I must remember to give those away. We, we Kath and I, are going to be doing the New Year's Eve show uh, Saturday. That was the date, thirty first. Is it thirty first of December? Uh, yeah. Nine till one through till one o'clock in the morning. Yes. Do you Do you want to come? Yes, please. But hang on a minute. You're a, you're uh, a young woman. Don't. Okay.
19: Oh, gosh, here we go. You... I'm a sad young woman.
1: <laughs> I'm young <laughs> But you you must have something better to do on New Year's Eve than come and sit in on this rubbish.
19: So, can I come
1: or no? Yeah, you can come. Sure, why not? <laughs> <laughs> why not? Um, uh, um... Listen, 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 listen. Right? Oh. We're in Waterloo. You've got to make your own way in. Yeah. You've got to make your own way out. There'll be no cabs. Okay. You bear that in mind? I'm from London.
19: I I know how London works.
1: All right. But on New Year's Eve, everyone forgets how London works on New Year's Eve. There'll be nothing. And me and Kath, once the show is finished, we are out of here. We ain't giving nobody no lifts. We ain't doing nothing. So bear that in mind. Do you still want that golden ticket, young lady? I still want that golden ticket. Oh, fair fair play. All right. If that that can't dissuade you, then i look forward to seeing you um, uh, in a couple of weeks. Okay, fantastic. Nice one, Valentina. Thanks a lot. All right. Take care. Bye. Didn't she sound bored at the end? All right, yeah, bye. Downgrade her to a silver ticket, silver pass. She's still got the golden ticket to come in. It's confusing now. But downgrade her to a silver pass, just because that, um, bit bored at the end there. We'll talk about that on New Year's Eve when she comes in, if she comes in, if she turns up. 0344-499-1000, Oh, 344 499 four, um, Late Nights with Ian Lee, Talk Radio.
2: Late Nights, Ian Lee on Talk
1: Radio.
0: We have ways of making you talk.
1: <laughs> no, no, no. Adrian <laughs>
20: hi hi Ian. Hey. hey I, how are you I'm um,
1: Adrian, I'm alive, and that's more than some people this year yeah well
20: I, I'm on the night shift tonight, so uh, oh. and it was by accident because I was gutted when you all all we had was sport you had all your lovely programs, and it all went all to sport 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 and sport. i I was really gutted, I was really gutted and then we got new vans at work, and I happened to be playing with it, and I saw mm. you were back. you're playing with a van. Yeah, we got we got new we got new we got new radios and digital. Oh, and I, I didn't know you n- didn't know you were back on air. Um, yes, so
1: nice. Yeah. We, when uh, you say you you mean the brand talk radio? We've been back on air since March the twenty first of this year. And do you know who? Do you know? Well, actually, it gets a bit confusing because it's holiday schedule, so people are all, all over the place. But do yeah. you know who's usually on weeknights between seven and ten pm? Is it Mr. Whale?
20: Yes, James Whale and Ash! Yes. Those idiots are he back was, together. He was, he was on when I last, last, uh, <laughs>
1: last was on. And I guarantee, <laughs> Adrian, so, he'll so sound nice. exactly the same. He's not changed the act one bit.
20: It's so nice. And I know what I've got for Christmas as well. Because my missus said to me, don't go to the car and clean it out. And I oh. thought I was doing a good turn. Yes. So I went and cleaned the car out. And there was a digital radio Oh,
1: your missus is absolutely
20: brilliant. Yeah, she's not very pleased with me at the moment, mind you. Well,
1: but, um, you, you you could lucky? It could have been um, loads of pictures of her boyfriend that were in the in the back of the car. So you you were true, lucky. It was true. a radio.
20: Well, she 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 had a funny experience though. She was on the underground today. Yeah. she's gone with her daughter. They're going to do an Eurostar tomorrow, and they're on the underground, mm. pushed and shoved in, and next to them was uh, Jeremy Corbyn. Really? Yeah. Yeah.
1: How funny is that? Did she say anything to him?
20: Yeah, yeah, my daughter, because she's, you know, she's very sharp and bright. Yeah, they picked, picked him. There he was. No no silver silver limousine for no, him. He no. was in there with the people. Um, and did your daughter destroy him? No, not oh. at all. No, she's, she's like me. She's one of them, if oh. you know what I mean. Yeah. Gay? <laughs> she's gay? <laughs> no, 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 no. no, no. She's A lefty? Like, a bit, of a bit of a, yeah, a bloody slightly lefty. leaning left. Yeah,
1: bloody. Uh, well, Jeremy Corbyn's not slightly leaning left. He's way over there. Yeah, he was on the use. left
20: side in the, in the underground. Was he He's really? Right yeah, isn't he Isn't that was,
1: funny? Yeah. I went on the underground too. I don't do the underground very often now. I don't live in London. Um, uh, enough, horrible. <laughs> it's really horrible, isn't it?
20: Yeah, that is. But um, when they went the other week, they went to see a pantomime. I couldn't do it. Oh. I, I just couldn't bring myself to go, so I took them there, took them to Cockfosters, and took them all the way to the London Palladium, Yeah. and then I decided, what am I going to do for a few hours? So I got on the underground and read a book, and just got going round and round, I thought, that seemed <laughs> a sensible idea. <laughs> well,
1: you, well, you sat on the circle line, and just went yeah, round and round in yeah, a circle? Yeah, yeah and read okay. the book. Yeah. Uh, I, you're in London, right? Yeah. One of the greatest cities in the world yeah possibly yeah. the third greatest city in the world yeah and you had a couple of hours to kill yeah and you went and sat on the circle line as it went round yeah, and round well, and round
20: we went well, i've done the high park i've been to i'm fed up christmas we've been to german markets st- yeah. Birmingham christmas market high park and i just and i thought no i'm gonna read my book yeah what book are you reading adrian um, it's uh, it's a, 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 an old book. It's it's called Up North and about the hilarities and and the northern people and the way they look at life. That's very good.
1: I've I well, work with a northern uh, person, a lady called uh, Catherine Boyle, and I'll be yeah. honest, there's very little hilarities to be had with her.
20: No, but you can, you can, they laugh at us and we can laugh at
1: them. Oh, we'll laugh at her behind her back, definitely. Yeah. But, yes. the, I mean, only because Turks are funny late. That was got to foot of our stairs.
20: Yeah. It's ridiculous. But, no, that, I, I think they are generally. I well, up north, it's grim, isn't it? And it, you know, it, 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 it,
1: it is grim. And on a serious note, it is very grim. They do have it hard up north. I know Catherine had it hard and, up and north, they're, and
20: they're so much more friendlier. They're, yeah. I, mean, well, I, I worked in Cambridge, and you, you try going to pub and talk to someone yeah. in. Oh, I think you're, on, you, they think you're off the, on another planet.
1: Ka- I know that when Catherine lived up north, she she had it really hard. I mean, she she had it hard a lot, constantly. Yeah. It was constantly hard for Catherine.
20: Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, Adrian, it's re- I'm really glad you found us. Yeah, I'm back. And I, I know and she's got that digital radio, especially so I can Beautiful. listen to, uh, to, to you. So, Beautiful. And that's good. And don't let them morons who are, <laughs> who are, who are, who are being no. horrible, don't take the notice of it. Adrian, you're no. a good bloke,
1: mate, and I'm really glad you found us, and I'm glad oh, that you great. consider me part of the Talk Radio family because it's an honour to be here. So thank you, Adrian. Yeah,
20: lovely. It's lovely show. Thank Cheers, you. Cheers,
1: mate. Bye-bye. Yeah, Catherine, um, Catherine, I think she'd agree with me. She had it so hard... Up north, I mean, it was it was hard for her a lot of the time. Is that that's right, isn't it, Catherine? Very, very hard. You had to uh, you had to endure a lot of hardness. <laughs> up north,
6: <yeah. laughs>
1: very, very hard for Catherine. Um, but now she's down south. It's all very, very soft for her. Yeah. Huh? Um, I don't know what that means either. Sherlock! Oh, hang on a second, let's try again.
21: Sherlock! How are you? Yeah. I'm here, I'm here. Yeah. How are you doing? Yeah. Do you mind if I challenge you on a couple of things? Please do. You just said we're one of the greatest countries in the world. No, I didn't. You did say that. I no, it I down. didn't. No, I didn't. I've written I it down. It's it not
1: what I said. I can tell you what I said, but that's not what I said.
21: So I was going to ask you how you quantify that.
1: Well, but shut up. That's not what I said.
21: I, I totally wrote it down. Well, read know, it, read it out. No, 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 hang on. I am on your side. No, no, no. But read it out. Read it out. One of the greatest countries in the world. Yeah, not what I said. I I swear to God that's what you said.
1: You could ask me what I said. Okay, what did you say? One of the greatest cities in the world.
21: Oh, okay. Yeah, actually, that. right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, I hate you
1: so much. I, I love. I know. I, I know. Um, I would say with with probably the third greatest city in the okay, world. Okay. but let let let
21: let us backtrack. Yeah. Can we do that again? Of course we can. Of course we can. Let's go to Sherlock. Evening, Sherlock. Hip hip hip. Yeah. Hi. How are you doing? Yeah. I'm good. Like thanks, man. On, I'd like to pick you up on something. Oh, you just said. not. We're not doing pick pickups tonight. Sorry. Um apparently you said no, uh, we're, we're
1: not doing not pickups great... tonight we're not doing pickups tonight
21: oh okay, let's try again. Let's go to sherlock hip 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 how are you yeah anyway can I um so let's just forget all about that no, do it go on do it do it
1: do it. go on, go on we'll do it do it I'm one to... of
21: the greatest cities of the world
1: yes one of the, I would say one of the great one of the greatest probably third
21: what would you base that on though
1: um the amount of fun I've had in a city <laughs>
21: No no honestly, it's not it's not a trick question.
1: No I know and like, that's that's that's, that's kind of on, the best right? answer that's kind of the best answer I've got the 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 most
21: fun I've had in a city. Would you like to know my uh, uh, so, uh economically that's that's worth what? nothing is it? Do
1: you, do you mean it's but, but, well I I, I mean wasn't... No,
21: it's it's personable isn't it? That's what I mean.
1: Yeah it's very I'm well no you don't know what personable means. Personable yeah, I means do no, you well, don't. What it, well, it means to you. No, no. personable means likeable. What, do you, like what it means a very, to you. Like Ed is very personable, but he's also a yeah. bit of a knob. So... <laughs> yeah. I made myself laugh with that one. <laughs> if there's anyone yeah. you could describe as a knob, knob, it's certainly not Ed. I'm not even
21: ringing up about London. No,
1: well, you are! You think we're you talking about... You've died, it. Yeah, exactly. Right, the most fun I've had in a city, right? So... Um, no, that's... Is that what we're doing? That's my. That was my criteria. All right. I tell. You, should I tell you what the best cities are?
21: Well, on on the basis of what? On the basis of what I think. Oh, okay. So it's personable, right? Okay, yeah. No, yeah, not okay, personable. No, personable means likable.
1: Number three, London. Number two, New York. Number one, Tokyo. Yeah,
21: now, but, but you disagree. Have have you? Dis-, dis disagree. Yeah, but you haven't been everywhere.
1: I've been more places than you have. Do you want to play place place poker?
21: <laughs> do you want to? Why do I feel like you're being so aggressive? Do you want to play? Why are you starting on me? Place poker. I feel like I feel like you're being aggressive. And do you no want need. to
1: play place poker? Kath, come and join me.
21: No. Come how about right we here. talk about why you called up? Well, you called in about this. You put in. Well, no, that was just, like, something that I just thought I'd bring up. That was your hors d'oeuvre. Um, oh. My side option, yeah, exactly. Yes.
1: OK, so what would you say are the top three cities in the world? That's not why I called up. It is what, exactly getting... why I called up about Catherine Steppen. getting personable Stepping. In here? He's, getting very, he's getting very unpersonable. Oh, gosh. What would you? Well, you I
21: wanted get, a car you, you, know s- you started talking about it. Your Charlotte. producer is so lovely. What? I love her, honestly, Fact. she's so beautiful. She's so personable. Exactly. You use it in the right maybe... context.
1: Well done. Perfect. <laughs>
16: and I'm taking it totally personably.
21: She's lovely, Sherlock. What would you say are the top three cities in the world? But that's not why I called up. Though you started talking about, cities, about it. Are... Can I, Sherlock? Can I pick okay. you up on something? Yes, that... you can pick me up on anything, but I can't. I can only go on the cities that I've been to.
1: Okay, okay. What are the top, in your opinion, what are the top three cities in the world based on personability
21: that I've been to?
1: If that's the factor you want to include in it,
21: then that's great. Oh, why are you picking on me? Why am I not picking um, on you? I'm okay. asking you the question, you muppet. Oh, I remember you. Um, well now. I remember you. London, well. because I'm. Is that number one, two, or three?
1: That's not picking on you. That's just asking you to be specific. I'm specific on on you.
21: Be specific. London, London and then London, uh, what was that? Where is that in the in the chart? One, two, or three? Well, hang on, let me finish.
1: <sighs> New York. Is that one or two or three? I'm confused now. Paris.
21: Where, Paris. Okay. Mm. In what order? In that order. So London three. is third. No, no. Paris
1: is third. Right. Why would you put London as the best city in the world? Bit rubbish.
21: But this isn't why I'm calling you. Why are you hung up on this? Because this is what this is what you started talking about. Well, uh, well, well, London is a great city.
1: Yeah, I mean, uh.
16: it's one of the third greatest. But hang
21: on, you 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 said um, elderly Jewish women. Listen to um... no, I didn't, Sherlock. If you're going to misquote
1: me again, then you, you got it wrong the first time. That's not well, what no, I said. No, I'm
21: actually with you. I uh, no, I'm actually with no, you, that's no. no you, but you do. said
1: you're with me in the last one. It turns out you weren't. I was told by my boss at the time, David Lloyd, that the reason I got the job was because LBC at the time, which was thirty, talk about
21: why he called out. No, someone called off about this. Well, stuff. Then what you, but then, but then, why
1: do you keep? Why do you keep mentioning all this stuff? You've mentioned all this stuff, you know and I'm talking about
21: but it. Uh, Merry Christmas. I didn't even want to talk about this. Cause but you brought, brought it up! About. Sherlock, if you didn't want to talk about it, why did you talk about it? Well, because I knew I could beat you, I, I I be, And I just oh. had...
1: <laughs> beat me at wow. what? Be beat wrong. me at what? Being, being a massive end. Yes, yeah, you won that face, competition hands face, down. In your
21: face. You'd and love like, that. <laughs> The one thing, oh, you—you you are such a bitch. The one thing I wanted to say is now.
1: Can we talk about this thing, or is it—is it not up for discussion? You just want to say it and and then go. Is this a, the thing you're about to say? Is it something we totally can talk about? Discussion. We can discuss it. Okay, right. You we'll
21: probably just... won't discuss it because I'm, I, I would challenge whether you're up to it.
1: Okay, well, you, you, you're, I would oh, challenge whether they're you're they're up to. A, I would they're challenge they're whether challenge. you're up to a conversation, judging on the last ten minutes. Sherlock, go. Oh, how could you say? Fa- oh, you are so antagonising. You've misquoted me okay. twice. You fancy me, don't you? Do you fancy me more with the beard or without the beard?
21: Is it the beard? I'm going to continue. Why I called up? It's the beard. It's the beard. Whoa. <laughs> Someone's had a I'll couple. Continue, of, Michael. No, someone's well, had a couple of a glasses I'm of wine. Ignoring what and you're talking someone's about. Someone's
1: had a couple of glasses of wine, and I've just,
21: just, just touched that little nerve on the well, uh, tip of their nose. By the fact that I'm ignoring it it okay. should speak volumes. Exactly, Sherlock. So, oh, doesn't it just? Oh, yes. How about the news? Like I was talking to a producer who is lovely. Yeah, fact. I would like to add.
16: That's the first thing you've been right about. <laughs>
21: Come on, drunk. Well, hang on. The first thing I've been right about, I've been right about quite a lot of (laughs) things.
16: Tell you what, I'll put it in the podcast and you can have a
21: listen. (laughs) Well, you've sobered up.
1: Please get to the point, Sherlock, because I'm losing the will to live.
21: Why is the news always about bad things? Why is, when when you turn on the news, you get home from work, you put on the, note, the local news, whether it's the south-east, south, whatever news it is, you may live. why is it always, always bad? I'll tell you why. Shall I tell you why? There is never no, anything you. about what people have done good for the area. What, and shall, that is, my, I t- that is no. why I rang up about. Shall I tell you why?
1: Okay. I mentioned this earlier on in the show, but I'm happy to do it again.
21: This is a serious point. A serious yeah, point. I, I'm I, being
1: serious. Yeah, I'm being serious. I mentioned this earlier on in the show, and I'm happy to do okay, it again go for, it. for the heart of um, understanding. Um, a friend of mine, James O'Brien, has a gr- great quote which I'm going to nick, and I'm oh, god, so- is he a friend of yours? I'm going to stop crediting
21: it to him afterwards. You used yes. to have better friends.
1: Um, I don't
21: criticize your friend, Sherlock. Well, actually, that's a good point. That's a fair point. Yeah, can you
1: stop sparking that fag up, or whatever it is?
21: Thank you. Oh, God, is it that loud? you just... I just read you like a big gay book. How How do you know I'm homosexual? That's a bit offensive, isn't it? Are you homosexual or not? Yes. Thank you. (laughs) Okay.
1: He says... This, okay. is, this is, you're listening to two very sad, unattractive men flirting with each other, Catherine.
16: Well, it's the same as what happened last time. <laughs>
1: yeah, exactly.
21: He says, it's easier to sell tickets for the... How go- do you know I'm unattractive? Sorry?
16: Are you denying you
21: it? You unattractive.
16: Are you denying it? I bet you're hot, aren't you?
21: I'm so hot. Oh. <laughs> anyway, carry on, carry on. It's easier to sell tickets
1: for the ghost ride, what do they call it? The ghost, co- train. the ghost. It's easier to sell tickets for the ghost train than it is for the speak your way. So, so let
21: me get this right. Hello. You're quoting it's now James O'Brien because you haven't got your own lines yourself. No, is because his uh,
1: no, because his succinct line sums it up sums it up perfectly. And if you listen, you don't. Understand. Oh, okay, that's fine. It's easier to sell tickets.
21: I think it's Hello. fair to quote somebody like Churchill. Well, Churchill wasn't talking about... Um, the, why, but when why, you why need to use... start quoting James O'Brien... Well, if you listen, Sherlock, as...
1: if you weren't so rude, you'd listen and you'd realise that uh, this little short sentence... Do you know what I'm, gonna,
21: I'm so sitting back and listening ...sums it up perfectly. OK. OK.
1: Take your hands out of your lap. He says... <laughs> it's easier to sell tickets for the ghost train than it is for the speak-your-weight machine. Are you bright enough, nay sober enough, to understand what that means? No. Well, you're an idiot, Sherlock. Thanks very much for calling. Late
2: night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. (laughs) We'll get you talking.
1: Um. (coughs) Right, we might not get to play the um, Jerry Lewis clip tonight. We
16: can do an impression of it.
1: So, um Mr. Lewis, did you find that um being older, being 90 made working harder? Why? Well, I mean, um was it was it is it hard to work as an older man? Why? Well, I mean, um making movies now, things must be different for you than when say 20 years ago. No. Um Las Vegas has it changed a lot. What do you mean? Well, when you first—when did you first play here?
16: Don't you have that detail?
1: Nineteen forty-one. It must have changed quite a lot since then.
16: How do you mean? I was really enjoying that little
1: artsy there because my American accent was actually bloody good. Yeah. We will play. I tell you, I I don't
16: feel like because it was so. so brief, I couldn't really inhabit the character the way I'd like to.
1: Let's play, let me play a bit of it. We might not play all of it, which is good because we've got loads of calls. Dennis, Lee, Russ, I will come to you in a minute.
16: Dennis wants you.
1: Oh, you've had it. Oh, did, did he have it hard up north? Well, it was a different era, wouldn't it? That was acceptable. Right, have a listen. Have a listen to a bit of this. This is Jerry, Lee, Jerry Lewis, not Jerry Lee Lewis, Jerry Lewis, being interviewed by um, the um, New Yorker. <laughs>
15: Have you ever thought about retiring? Why? Was there never a moment? Why? You got it.
22: OK, thank you so much. Oh, You're yeah, here.
15: thank you. Here we
22: go. What are you people doing? What you doing? No, not
15: at all. No, no. Here, here we go. Seven, seven
1: painfully <laughs> awkward minutes with Jerry Lewis. Here we go.
15: We're doing a feature on people who are still working in their 90s. Have you, you ever thought about one. retiring? Why? Uh, was there never a moment? that you thought it might be time to retire or you would want to. Why? You come, from a, you come from a generation a little older, and I think of Bob Hope, George Burns, Sinatra, people you knew, many of whom didn't want to, uh, re- or never retired either. Um, do you see similarities with them? None. None? <laughs> what do you think drives people like you and, and them to want to keep working?
22: Because we do it well.
15: And how about, um, what, um, what's different about performing now for you than, say, 20 years ago? How is it, how is it different for you? It isn't. Not, not at all? Not at all. Um, have you made any, do you have to make any concessions to being, you know, old, older in your, in your performing? Or does it, how do you keep the material fresh for yourself?
22: by working at it
15: you've had uh, a number of of health issues over the last few years as many people your age do
22: anyone that's 90 does
15: anyone that's 90 does uh, <laughs> continuing to work does that does that actually help you get healthier you know does being sort of busy and engaged does, do you think that's actually helps you get get healthier no do <laughs> you think it hurts like do you, do you think no <laughs> you've been um you've been coming to Vegas for a you've lived here for a while you've been coming here for a long time how is vegas different for you than when you first came here what was the first time you you performed in vegas
22: 1947.
15: What, can you tell me what, what Vegas was like when you first showed up?
22: It's not, it's the same.
15: It's the, it's the same?
22: Exactly the same.
15: Like what, what is it about Vegas that you like or what is it about, like how, how would you describe the, the place? Like when you show up in 1947, what was it? It wasn't a little bit of a dusty cow town, it was, what was it, what was it like?
22: A dusty cow town.
15: <laughs> and do you still think of it as a sort of dusty cow town? No. And how about um, is performing in Vegas now for you different than it was then? Like, just either the mechanics or the size of the no, not at all. And how about um, what's your audience like? You know, now you're you're still performing. You're ninety. What what's your what's your audience like? Who are your who are your fans? Are they different than they? than they used to be. No,
22: nope, they're still the same.
15: Even but do you must have younger fans who
22: Some are younger.
15: Uh, what do you think it is this do you is have great. An, this is right that, that uh attracts you to younger fans like like how have you sort of maintained your your audience over the years.
22: You tell them 'em you're playing there and they show up
15: and you nothing different than that? No, nope. no. Nope. Oh, I love it. How about, do you have a, you've had a, a long and distinguished career, do you have a favorite period of your career, a, a, a part of your career you look back on as as a moment when you were was uh, favorite, happiest, or this, listen to this. your most creative?
22: What do you mean?
15: Well, like, is there a period in your career that you look back on where you, that was your... Your happiest time or your favorite time?
22: When my partner was alive.
15: When your partner was alive. So working with, with Dee Martin, was that your favorite yep. uh part of your, your career? Yep. And what what made that partnership work for you? Like what was
22: I'll show you some material you'll know.
15: But if I'm not looking at the material, can you give me like a sense of like what how it worked for you?
22: It was terrific.
15: And how about you? Have any advice for the young, young eighty-year-olds about staying active at at ninety? Just sort of
22: get a day job.
15: Get, get a day job. But mm-hmm. you, you've never had a, you've never actually had a, a quote day job. You've been a, a performer your your whole life, isn't that right? Mm-hmm. And you just. Um, you just did a movie a couple years ago. Just is coming out, Max Rose. What was it like to step behind? What movie? Uh, Max Rose, right?
22: Yeah, I'm glad you remembered it.
15: Uh, what was it like performing again after not having done it for for uh, more than a decade? It's great. Was it is it like
1: riding a horse you never forget? And on and on it goes. It's delicious. I think Jerry Lewis is wonderful in it. This is Talk Radio. Unmissable
2: late night radio with the original king of unconventional conversation. Make
23: contact
9: with Ian Lee
2: Late night Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We'll get you talking. And
1: the night no, why I don't okay. Alex. You know exactly why. Alex. I stand by everything I said in that clip. I think you're an odious, bitter, jealous little person who, when I left the BBC, did everything within your power to create more trouble there. We know the phone calls that you made and the threatening emails you send me constantly. We know all of these things, Alex. Alex, you don't scare me. You are nothing. Go and talk to one of the Nolans. Go and go and go and review a pantomime show, for goodness' sake. I stand by everything I said in that clip. And you called in as now we're now we're out in the open. Let's say it. You called in as Andy a few weeks ago, and said I sound like the kind of person that should kill myself. Really, gave me advice on bringing up my kids. Really, Alex, I wasn't going to mention that you were Andy, but you, you, you've taken this into the public domain. Good luck. I look forward to a string of emails to me and my agent tomorrow threatening all kinds of legal abuses you do. I look forward to phone calls to um, uh, my bosses pretending me from all kinds of various news outlets. Ah, good luck to you, buddy. I wish you nothing but peace and love, peace and love. Dennis! No, oh, maybe he's died. Dennis!
24: Good evening. He's oh, still, evening now, he's still yeah. there. He's still Growing there. I'd to say, why are you sounding off about Northerners again, being, not be, having a miserable time? I haven't got a clue what you're
1: talking about.
24: I had glorious time. And I bet Cass did as well. well up um, north. I, yes, because we used to look down and say, Christ, when you get down to Watford, you fall off the end of the earth. No,
16: I didn't, because I was only nine.
24: Well I was, well, I was a lot older than that, of course, but I had a glorious time. And the wife up there. Is there anything else? everything that's worth doing? First son was born up there.
8: Well, we're, we're, what are you doing
1: down here, Dennis?
24: Well, I came to get away from my mother and no? all.
1: Well, yes, that would do it. <laughs> that would do it, definitely. Well,
24: we're we glad that you made it
1: down, Dennis.
24: Well, I've stayed here ever since. I'm probably a southerner by now. Yeah, well. they wouldn't recognise me up Although my sons pulls my wanky bow. He pulls you up. What? For my little dinky-doo, what is... which I might say something <laughs> with a northern accent. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, Dennis, you don't have to talk some rubbish.
24: I know, I know, but that's life, isn't it? Yes, that's life. I've got long to go, so I might as well talk as much of it as I can.
1: Exactly. You sound sparkier than Jerry Lewis, and you're older than he is.
24: Yeah, well, of course I don't. Jerry Lewis was never my, one of my uh, favourites. No was too daft. Yeah, uh,
1: uh, yeah. a lot of people say I, I kind of like the, the daft, but um, I know a lot of people, it didn't sit particularly comfortably with them.
24: I could never understand why it was why those two were paired together.
1: Um, well, well Dean Martin wasn't a particularly good singer.
24: No, but he was a bit of a lad, wasn't he? Especially when glass mm. in his
1: he was, he was a very much of
24: a lad, yes. They both I don't think he were. actually drank anything. I think it was supposed water in well, there. No, I
1: think he drank a bit
24: towards the end. Oh, well, that was a different math, isn't it? I mean, yes. I've just bought some mead, would you believe? I'm oh, look at you, you monk. Mead. That, I've never it, tried it. I'm going to have a go.
16: Is that to wash the Ferrero Rocher down with?
24: <laughs> uh, no, I'm not having those. I'm getting I'm in getting as many as I can. I'm giving away two at a time now. <laughs> well, good luck. Uh, good luck, Dennis. I look forward. Are we going to speak to you on New Year's Eve? I would hope so. Yes, lovely, yes. lovely, lovely, lovely. We used to go first footing. Yes, and oh, well, you've yeah. told us this already. So I shall be first footing in in the back door, back in the front door. You'll have um you'll have a bit of competition with Alan Caddick
1: on that front, but let's see how it goes. <laughs> Alrighty, all right, all right, See you later. On ta Bye 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 bye. Tatty bye. Um, Russ. Good evening, Russ. Good
6: evening. Good evening, Russ. Merry Christmas. Yeah, and all that. And all that. And all that. What you got for us? Um, oh, I, I rang up about sex robots, but I don't really, really, we've got uh, time if you're busy. Um,
1: sex robots? Why are you obsessed with sex robots?
6: Well, I was listening to Howard Hughes. Oh, yeah. um what day? Well, Yeah, last night. Yeah. And he, he touched on the subject, and uh, I'm, a, I'm a big fan of um, the TV programme uh, Humans. I don't know if you're familiar with that. I've seen the poster on a bus. Ah, oh, it's good, mate. It's real good. Yeah, yeah. And uh, <laughs> it's a rather nice uh, oh. synth, synth as they call They're
1: them. not robots in that. They're, you know that they're real people p- acting the parts of robots. Are they? Yes, it's it's people acting oh. the parts of robots. Yes.
6: Oh well, we can we can just pretend anywhere and imagine.
1: We can imagine. Why would you rather this... pretend it was a robot on an actual actual woman?
6: No, I just thought it was a, it, 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 it's, I think it's an interesting uh, subject to, to, to talk about, really. Mm-hmm. When we get to a point do. where robots are that sophisticated, you know. Yes, yes. It, owns, it owns a can of worms, okay, several cans they?
1: of worms. Yes, well, if, if, if they could probably put a can of worms down there, if, that, if that's what floated float your boat. <laughs>
6: <laughs> <laughs> well, true, true.
1: Steady on, steady on. Hey, oh. I'm still
6: getting over this cold.
1: There we go. Oh. Everyone's. At, why, how do colds spread all over the country in one fell swoop?
6: I don't know. Mate. It's I more know of this. a flu. Oh, oh go on,
16: Catherine. I know this. I was talking to a nurse friend of mine. Yes. And she said it's because we've had mild weather. The cold kills off oh. the germs. You know, cold temperatures kill oh. off the germs. And because it's been mild, it's been incubating. Oh, I see.
1: That's how it works. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very, very nice.
6: And dirty, filthy swine's coughing and spluttering everywhere, and not washing yep. your hands. Wash your, well, uh, um, it, hey! I'll,
1: yes, come wash your hands, Russ.
6: You like? Did, uh, did you like the uh, the new Star Wars Rogue right, One?
1: I thought it was all right. Yeah, it was good. I enjoyed it. I mean, the boys loved it.
6: Uh, you took your lads, I bet that was good. Yeah. Did, they, did you take them last year for the Force Awakens? Yeah, of course. Did you? Oh, no, it was, was a six-year-old's
1: birthday party when we went last time, and everyone was dressed up as Star Wars characters. It was dead good fun.
6: Oh, nice no, one. Yeah. That's good. It's, it's nice. Nice mem- great memories. Uh,
1: yeah, it's uh, nice. Yeah. I was saying to a friend of mine, it's nice being able to share um, a big moment in pop culture with
6: them, like
10: a yeah. huge
1: phenomenon, like Star Wars with them. It's very special being able to definitely be able to share that with them.
6: They'll, they'll remember that for years to yeah. come, mate. I, I, I personally enjoyed this one more than the, than the Force Awakens, to be honest. Well, The
1: Force Awakens was good, but it was just... Um, Star Wars. It was just the New Hope, the same story, but with a bigger Death Star. Yeah,
6: and I mean, you know, I did enjoy it. They have it, all the things. Weren't.
1: What you want? You want battles? Check. You want um, bad relationship with dad? Check. You want um, funny camp robot? Check. You know, it's they all follow the the same formula.
6: It's a great formula, though, mate. It's a great formula. May
1: the formula be with you, Russ.
6: I've got to say, for me, the best was the final scene. It was, it was almost like a slasher movie. Yeah. Without... Don't, like, without you, no, I'm
1: going to cut you off now. Because you, you, you can't say... Well, you know, there's big battles at the end. Well, you, you know yeah, you
16: anticipate gonna, that. but
1: gosh. You know that was going to uh, happen. But you have to be careful, Russ, because people... Um, I haven't seen it yet. People haven't seen it. It's only just come out, hasn't it? Hey, here's the thing, right? So I enjoy watching The Apprentice on uh, Thursday evenings. Yeah. The final's on at the weekend.
16: Yeah, and I hadn't seen it. And then uh, one of our colleagues down at Virgin decided to tweet about it with a picture of the winner.
1: Well, I knew she'd won because it got mentioned three weeks ago Uh, that she was the winner. I avoided
16: that. But my bad. I don't think you can expect to have people abiding by spoilers. Something like that. 24 hours. Why? Here's the thing, right?
1: Why? Because I saw it was on at the weekend, and I saw maybe it was it Sunday night. Yeah, I think and, they tend to do that. Yeah, and I thought, oh, it's a, it's a repeat of Thursdays. And I started watching. It was the intro. it had been whittled down to. And I thought, now I'll, I'll watch this. Um, I watch this on Thursday at work with Kath. So I, I, so I turned it off, and um, it was the real thing. It was the actual real thing. So it was. It was. I was gutted. So I didn't um hang on just trying to just trying to uh just take how do you take a screen grab? That's how you do it. Yeah. That's how you do it. There we go. Screen grab. And
16: then I'll go and pop that email in my um
1: yeah. file Give of it me. give it to the legal team. Give yeah. it to the legal team. Yeah, yeah. Let's um screen grab. Beautiful. Um, oh, look at this. It's nearly the end of the show. Flipping heck. Nearly the end of the show, dear listeners. What a lot, load of calls we had tonight. I was expecting it to um, to to have fewer calls than we got this evening. We've had loads of them. It will drop off as the week progresses. I guarantee you um, that much. So uh, you know, if you if you feel the um, the spirit within you, one evening to lift up your arm and pick up the telephone and dial, then very very you're very welcome to do so. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the uh, telephone number if you want to give us a call. And like I said here on um, here on this show, we're trying to create a show that is celebratory that is um is not shouting is not getting you angry is not getting you scared there are loads of horrible horrible things happening in the world right now there are loads of massive idiots out on the internet right now i've named one this evening i didn't want to but he kind of forced my hand i've been very polite and not named him but you know he's, he's been bugging me for quite a few months um, And I feel sorry for these people. I feel really sorry for these people. So what this show is, is us trying to create something celebratory and to create something that isn't going to cause fear, that isn't going to get you angry, that isn't going to get you scared. We're going to try and do something a bit different. And we won't get it right every single time. And I certainly can't begin to profess to carry that over into every single second of my life. Of course not. I'm just a bloke. I'm just a bloke with a mental illness. Um, you know, I, I'm, I'm doing the best I can. Um, but between the hours of ten and one, Monday to Friday, this week, I'm off next week, guys, sorry, we are certainly going to do our best, guys, to uh, create something joyful and joyous and warm and embracing. This is Christmas, do you know what I mean? And you people can send your emails and post your clips online and send your your snipes and all of those things. You can do that. And I just feel sorry for you guys. I feel really sorry for you because I'm going to go home to my family now and I'm going to be happy and I'm going to be loved. And you're going to be drunk at a keyboard. You know what I mean? I didn't want to mention names, but I kind of had my hand forced. I'm, I'm, actually, I'm glad I did. I'm glad I did, because I've got all those emails stored, and it would be nice to um, to uh, get them out. Oh, look, this is what the whole show was going to be about, and I completely forgot. <clears throat> a woman eats 325 sprouts. That doesn't sound like a lot to me.
16: Oh, although the repercussions.
1: I love sprouts. I do. I love sprouts. My, my youngest phoned me up the other day. Daddy, I've got some good news. What's that? I like sprouts now. Oh no, because that means less for me.
16: My eldest likes sprouts.
1: A size eight woman scoffed the world's biggest helping of sprouts, eating 325 greens in just 36 minutes. That doesn't sound like a lot to me. I think I could do. I think I could pull that off. That's one. Um, Sounds like go, a good challenge. Wait, oh, five. Six. I could probably do about six every ten seconds. Listen,
16: depending on how yes. boiled they are, you can just swallow them. You don't even need to chew.
1: Professional competitive eater, Emma Dalton. Oh, she's
7: a professional pro. Professional competitive eater.
1: The way I'm going, I could certainly work that. <laughs> Devoured half a stone of sprouts in the challenge. Emma, 27, from Bromsgrove, who once ate a 5,000-calorie burger in under ten minutes... Coated the greens in mint sauce and gravy to help wash it down. So she was just necking it, yeah. swallowing it. Um, um, um. <laughs> she said, sprouts aren't my favourite part of Christmas dinner, but if they are cooked right, I'm happy.
16: She's I don't living... expect she eats her Christmas dinner in the same style as she does when she's doing a competition. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it'd be
16: gone in 60 seconds <laughs> she
1: just covers it in grease and mint sauce and it slides down her neck <laughs> what a delightful woman and there's and there's a picture of her eating a sprout
16: windy though later
1: yeah exactly it. open you a would, window you wouldn't want to be downwind of her for crying out <laughs> loud would you i can think of better places to be um <clears throat> jerry those oh we didn't talk about passengers
16: Oh, probably for the best. Yeah,
1: maybe we'll talk about tomorrow. We went to a a press screening of the um, new sci fi movie, Passengers. And I knew I didn't expect it to be brilliant. But then I saw a trailer at the weekend at the Star Wars film. I thought, oh, actually, it looks all right.
16: Flipping Stinker. Think Emma's bedroom.
1: Oh, (laughs) God. I mean, two hours of. (laughs) Not really very much going on. I was willing them to die. Yeah, I did, I did want them to um, I did want them to die. I was kind of hoping they would die. Um, guys, that's it, that's your lot. Don't forget on Wednesday's show we have um, Leonard Nimoy's son, Adam Nimoy, who's made a brilliant film called For the Love of Spock. I thoroughly recommend you go and watch it tomorrow. If you've got an hour and a half, it's on um, Netflix. We will be back tomorrow night at 10. Don't forget, download the podcast from Ed, from Catherine and myself, Ta-ta!
0: Christmas
1: on Talk Radio.
2: Would you like to pull my cracker? We'll get you talking.